Grab a snack, pull up a chair, and pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers, and with me, as always, is Tina Chalmers. Hello. I uh, don't Nick this week again. Um, we've just uh, come back from a break, really. Um, I know what listeners are probably thinking. Um, we, took, <laughs> we took a six <laughs> month. You always take breaks. We had a six month break. You need another one. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I was going to do a different intro today, and I totally like at the last minute like. Would you like on. to redo it? No, it's fine. Like I don't have like a clever one. I was just going to like make it even quicker to be like. I'm James Chalmers, it's time to pass the remote. Because <laughs> like, okay. 2020, you know, we don't have time for all this messing around, yeah. even though I'm now explaining the process, so we yeah. are in fact messing around. Um, yeah, we did have a break, um, because I think we just decided, like, right before Christmas became a bit full on, um, we did get the house ready for Christmas, Christmas? Uh, as it were, and uh, Nick always goes away every year, um, spends like a, like a week with his family at Christmas time, so he did that mm, again. Lovely. Yeah, of course, Absolutely. Um, and I, um, got a new job, so, like, I was just working, like, different hours and stuff. Like, better hours, which will allow us to record more regularly, hopefully. Um. And I was on school holidays, so I had no excuse. I just think there's just so much going on. Um, and also, like, we're gonna, I have it on pretty good authority that next week, Nick will be back. Yay! Um, which would be good. Um, which is we'll be able to do our, not only our 2019 wrap-up, but our decade wrap-up as well. But we were messaging back and forth, Nick and I, and he was like, it might be entertaining, because I didn't see much last year. And I'll be honest, I didn't watch much last year either. Like, I had a garbage watch That's year. That's okay, because we've got all 2020 to look forward to. Oh, we've been watching so much stuff this year. Like, we, <laughs> I think I've watched more, like, in the last three weeks than I did for most of last year. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. Um, like, last year, I think I watched, like, the last time I watched that little stuff, I think, was when, before I went to the video store. Yeah. Um, but even then, we were big video renters and stuff, so I don't know. Anyway, we're back. Um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. I've ditched all the news and all the trailers. Oh, really? Well, I didn't have any news, to be honest. The only... I had a piece of news. Oh, did you? Go. Hit us. Um, <laughs> wait, hang on. I have to remember what oh, that was. that was my news intro. Marvel has pulled the plug on... A few things. Yes. Howard the Duck. Yes, that's what it was. Kevin, that's right. Kevin Smith's animated Howard the Duck. Um, yeah, they pulled the plug on a few things. Mm. Um... I think there's a bit of a shake-up going over there. Like, recently, Kevin Feige got appointed, because he runs all the Marvel movie stuff. He's going to be, like, have creative control over the comics as well now, I think. Okay. I think so everything kind of ties in and flows better, which is, like, you know, an interesting idea. Um, but um, they've they cut a few things. So, yeah, that's gone. Um, they did announce Christian Bale going to be joining uh, the Thor Love and Thunder cast, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know who he's going to play. Um, but, uh, I don't know, it's Taco Waititi, so it should be fun. We'll talk more about Taika Waititi later. Mm-hmm. So uh, you scrapped trailers because I I watched a trailer. Uh, did you watch trailer? Tra- tra- well, I mean, I scrapped the two trailers because the, the tra- two trailers I watched were Quiet Place Part 2, which was like a month ago. Yeah. Um, and New Mutants, which I watched like three weeks ago. I just can't remember them. There's a, Mor- there's a Morbius trailer as well, but I don't know. Uh, but if you got a trailer, go ahead. I watched, yesterday I watched the trailer for Horse Girl. 
Oh, the Alison Brie thing? Yeah. I think it's out on Netflix now. Oh, I thought it was coming out on Netflix soon. I think it came out on the 26th, so it should Today's be Today's the 26th. Okay, so should, I think it's out then. Okay. Um, because I was like, because the picture for the trailer is like her all like drugged out. So I was like, oh, is it called Horse Girl because she takes ketamine? No, I think it's because she has, like she's interested with horses. Yeah. Um, and so basically like it's a drama thriller thing. Um, and yeah, she slowly starts to go like crazy basically. And mm. like, because she's taking ketamine, like I can't get it out of my head that Oh, it hasn't screened. I was wrong. I thought no. it had a Netflix release. Yeah. I felt like she tweeted about it. But anyway, that's fine. But the whole... Like, I I still think she goes crazy because she takes too much ketamine. Sure. I think that's what it is. I mean, I love Alice Umbra. I'll watch her anything. So, like, I'll check this out when it comes out. But, like, it gives no answers away. Like, apparently... I was reading an article about it because I was like, I need to know what this is about. Mm. And apparently it's just because, like, the term horse girl has now been synonymous with, like... Quiet, shy kind of girls yeah. who sort of keep them to themselves. And not like Virginia Horson from SNL? No, not like <laughs> Virginia Horson. Um, I think we should also start uh, Dolphin Girls because I don't know about you guys in the public, but like, I like you know how there's girls who are crazy about horses and so they're horse girls. Mm. There are girls who are cr- fucking crazy about dolphins. Mm. Um, and I went to primary school with a couple of them and they were insane about dolphins. Yeah. So I reckon they should also start dolphin girls. But then there's like dog I girls. I think they're the same girls who want to like be mermaids as well. Yeah. A lot of the time. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. No, like... <coughs> okay. They disagree with your opinion on dog girls. Yes. They they should be... um, I'm guessing the wind blew or something. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, no, I don't think there's really dog girls. Mm. There are cat girls. Horse girl- yes, yes, there are cat girls. But horse girls is a very specific type mm. of type of girl as well. Was the trailer itself? No, no, no hate against horse girls. Mm. Was the trailer itself actually good? Because I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it was. It. Well, I was like, oh, this actually looks a little like thrillery and scary. Mm. Um, but it didn't really, yeah, tell me like what much of what was going on, except that you go, oh my god, Alison Brie is like an amazing actress. So good, like you still yeah. gotta watch Glow. Yeah, I do. And I think like I don't know whether it's just like you're delaying. She's like, eh, it's like a wrestling show. No, it's just not on my radar. Because mm. I remember yeah. when Glow. They keep talking about it, but I just have no interest. I remember when Glow first came out. I was like, it's an eighties lady wrestling show, like. For some reason, I just like none of it like appealed to me. Like if somebody came up to me and said, "Oh, you gotta watch Girls," I'd be like, "Okay," mm. and then just never watch it. And it wasn't until I sat down and watched it, I was like, "This is amazing! Like, it's really good." Mm. Uh, and it's uh, entering its final season, I think, as well. So, okay. um, but yeah, Alison Brie, great. Yeah, she is. More um, so yeah, that was just my trailer. Um, yeah, I didn't. So yeah, we I watched the Morbius trailer, but I don't know. We don't need to talk about these trailers. They've come and gone, so it's fine. Um, and I have no real news. Um, I don't think. Except for, yeah, as I said, the um, Christian Bell's going to be in Thor. Um, they've started shooting the new Batman movie. Like, every day they have little like, bits and pieces. But uh, I don't know, I'm pretty excited about this Batman film. Nice. Rob Pattinson going to give us his, uh, his best bats. We've got Andy Serkis as Alfred. We've got uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. I can't remember which one Andy Serkis He played Gollum. Ah, oh, yes. Yes, yeah, yes, And yes. he was Claw in um, Black Panther. Yes, yep. Yep, that's right. And uh, who else? 
Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Paul, oh, cool. Paul Dano as the Riddler. I don't know. I'm in. Great. Yeah, I'll watch it because, I mean, you're yeah. going to watch it. So yeah. I'll have to watch it. You don't have to. Yeah, but you know. And surprisingly, like, I was saying this to someone the other day. I'm actually starting to look forward to Birds of Prey. That's yeah, I'm looking forward first to tra- it. First, couple, first trailer, I was like, I don't know, like... Because every time I look at... I'll say this, like, even like, the latest trailer, which I enjoyed... They, like, the whole thing was like, it's not Suicide Squad. We're going to go back and like, be better than Suicide Squad and change it. And I keep watching this and I'm like, looks like Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like, it's like big funky soundtrack, like a lot of like music cut, like the music loops. None of the characters quite look like the characters from the comics. Feels like Suicide Squad. But um, I am starting to get like excited for it. So Yeah, I think it'll be good. Mm. But, um... And then, like, there's no more comic book movies, I think, until April, which is, which is um, Black Widow, I think. So. Yeah. Um, that's fine. There's plenty of things to talk about between... Uh, plenty of things to talk about and see between then and now, because we've got all sorts of TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to do TV reviews or movie reviews first? I don't know if I have any TV reviews. We have two. We do? We finished The Mandalorian. Ah, yeah. That's how long it's been. Yes, we did. Okay, let's talk about that. Yeah, we finished it, and uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. No mandarins. No mandarins. <laughs> no DeLoreans. Um, no DeLoreans. Uh, I, I loved it. I thought it was Me great. Me too. Like, I thought it was fantastic. I said it after the first episode. I was like, this is the most Star Wars thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Like, it felt like... And, you know, there's no lightsabers except for, towards the end, spoilers. As always with the show, we get spoil stuff. They had the darksaber thing, um, but he didn't actually use it in battle. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the look of that. Well, I think like, it looked like bad eighties. Well, I think I, I was saying to you like it was originally introduced in one of the animated shows, which I haven't seen. Yeah. Um. So I think, I'm sure it would look good animated. I think they'll go and try to make it look like it would be in the animated show, maybe. Yeah. Um. Which to me is like, look, it's it's cool. Like you can change it a little bit. Yeah. Um. Or maybe it was like it looked like it was painted on. The yeah. Film, it was. The film. I mean, maybe it's meant to look hyper-realistic and, like, yeah. there's that Uncanny Valley thing. Like, you know, mm. when you see things and you're like, it, it's so realistic, it doesn't look real. Well, or so, didn't, didn't look no, like that to no, me. No, it didn't look like that. Or, like, it's so, like, um, strange that it's hard to, like, kind of process anything. Like, that's yeah. weird. Um, but, yeah, I, I, yeah, considering the lack of Jedi and lightsabers, which is a lot, sometimes what you go for these, the Star Wars, I can't even say words. Yeah. These things, you, like, you tend to go for, like, that in Star Wars. Um, I dug it. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed it. How did you feel about him taking his helmet off? Um, well, I'm again. Like, I feel like I say this every time we talk about a Star Wars thing. I'm not the world's biggest Star Wars fan. Like, I like it, but I don't get caught up on the stuff that other people get caught up on. The lore. Yeah. Mm. Um, but also because I think the canon has changed so much. Like, because you know it was the original trilogy and then the new trilogy and like all the comics and the novels and stuff. And then when Disney bought it, they're like everything. Um, only the movies count. Everything else is just basically fan fiction at this point. Yeah. Which a lot of people got angry about. Um, I didn't care because I didn't read any of that stuff anyway. Um, but yeah, I thought it was alright. Like, I was, um, I think it was, it's tough because I think that character, you know, isn't really supposed to remove the helmet, but, like, Pedro Pascal's a good looking guy. Like, you gotta get his face out there at least once. And also, yeah. I felt like at least they wrote, like, they wrote it in well. It didn't feel like, you know, it wasn't Somebody, like, yeah, saw him. But, no, like, he, he had to remove his helmet because, um, Otherwise, he would die. Yeah. Like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, you know, he... They shot a weird shower scene where it was yeah. like the Mandalorian had to have a shower. Yeah. Um, although, I would love to have seen that with him keeping his mask on. Do you remember, like, yeah. there was that Family Guy bit where, like, Darth Vader... 
Yeah, like goes to so, work and yeah. stuff, but he's just got the Darth Vader head. Mm. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. That didn't bother me at all. I thought it was kind of ballsy because, like, they might face backlash for this because you know fans, Star Wars fans, get pretty angry about stuff. I was just like, oh, they did that in the first season. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mind. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a big deal. But yeah, no. Like, I mean, obviously, he has to in order to stay alive. And also, the thing that no one was really talking about before this, before that everyone's talking about now, and that's that this baby Yoda is not Yoda. Like, remember how, like, after the first episode... Of oh, is that confirmed? Well, it's not. I've heard nothing. Well, it's not, but, like, there was a uh, press release, and it was, like, John Favreau and someone else, like, knows, you know, the baby's real name. Um, and, like, the boss of Disney refuses to call it Baby Yoda. And it's like, well, if you're not calling it Yoda, it's probably because it's not Yoda. And also, like... So when they release the toys... I don't know, maybe just the child? Uh, I don't know, I haven't seen any of the toys. But, like, it's not Yoda. Like, I was saying, like, the timeline makes no sense. It can't be Yoda. But it's baby Yoda. But, it, like, what I think like what I think this is going to lead to is that, like, first of all, this confirms that Yoda's not the only one left. Yeah. But maybe there's, like, way more. Yeah. And I'd be really good. I think I'd be really okay with that. Like, mm. other people seem... I mean, look, again, I don't want to harp on these Star Wars fans, but we'll talk about last... We'll talk about Rise of Skywalker soon and what they did to that movie. Because like, that movie is a direct result of their backlash to Last Jedi. We'll talk about it later. Because yeah. there are some moments where I'm like, that is definitely done because of Last Jedi. Oh, yes. Um, yes and, fans, and fans' yeah. reactions to it. Yeah. Um, but no, I really enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to season two. Um, John Farrow put up like a little um, tweet or an Instagram post where, upon like announcing season two would have been greenlit. And it was a picture of a Gamorrean guard. So that mm. was cool. Yep. Which means we're probably going to see like some more... They're going to expand the universe more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really, nice. I really, I was really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. I like, really it's not like, you know, too. we started watching The Witcher, we got two episodes in, and I'm still, like, interested, but, like, I'm not, like, rushing to go back to it. I'm like, oh, I'll get to it, like, eventually. Yeah, like, my interest is waning fast. Mm. I just have that song stuck in my head, though, all the time, that toss a coin to your Witcher. I've not listened to it again, so I do not get a second in my head, which I'm very <laughs> happy about. Pretty catchy. Um, the other thing we watched was the final episodes of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes, that's right. Um, hey, did you know that the Arrow died? <laughs> did you know that? I was wondering. I didn't know that. I was wondering what you're setting me up for. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, I got to be. I think overall, I wasn't all, like I was a little bit underwhelmed by the whole crisis thing, and maybe my expectations were too high. Um, because I had to, like, I cut. Yeah, I kind of forgot. Well, that. you've read Crisis on Infinite Earths, which so how how similar is it to? Um, it starts off kind of similar, like um, like with Harbinger collecting all the heroes and bringing them onto the Monitor ship, and like those like there was that big celestial tower they were defending. Yeah. Um, and there were the spirits. Like that was all kind of similar. Um, and Spectre does fight the Anti Monitor. Like that is real. Um, and the Flash does run himself out of existence. Like, that's that's true as well. Mm. Um, but they changed quite a few things as well. Um, like, Lex Luthor wasn't, wasn't the evil Lex Luthor and didn't use the Book of Destiny. It was Alexander Luthor, who was, like, the Lex Luthor from Earth 3, who is legitimately a good guy. Um, they changed a lot of stuff. Um, like, there's this character called the Psycho Pirate in it, who I remember in their last crossover, like, they teased him. 
and I couldn't like tell you his name for a long time because it's so dumb. Yeah. Um, but like they tease the psycho pirate, and I'm like, oh my god, like he's going to be in crisis. Yeah, because what happens in crisis is the anti monitor kidnaps um, Barry Allen and holds him prisoner on his ship, and the psycho pirate his um, abilities basically he can like affect people's emotions, like he can control people by using their emotions. So he like just keeps torturing the flash with like dread and sadness. Oh, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a yeah. bad guy. Um. And then um, the Flash escapes and like does what he has to do. Yeah. Um, but like that character who was teased just wasn't in this crossover. Um, the Adam wasn't really in it because um, you know like they they looked after Ryan Choi. Remember there's the um, the scientist guy. Yeah. They found him and stuff. So they changed a lot of it. Um, and I think like in my excitement for the crossover, I'd forgotten that these are CW shows and yeah. their budgets are limiting. Like. But I think I said to you, like, in the last couple of episodes of Flash before the, cro- the crossover, which were really good. Like, remember those, those two evil Flash episodes where he's, like, yeah. possessed? Mm-hmm. Like, they're really good. I was like, they should have just, like, gone way low, like, just, refra- like, held back on their budgets for all the episodes leading up to Crisis and then blow all your money, like, on this and your finales. Yeah. Like, you don't need to do, like, like, like terrible CGI in the middle episodes and, like, say something. But, um... So it's okay. There was cool stuff in it. Like, I think the most exciting thing was, like, the cameos and stuff. And the big surprise, which everyone's been talking about, is that Ezra Miller was in it. Yeah, that was like, really cool. Flash from the movies, which yeah. means, like, now DC have done something that Marvel have yet to do. Like, Marvel are, like, about to do it. But DC yeah. is, like, everything we... And they're, like, everything we've ever made in visual medium is connected. connected. Yeah. So 1960s Batman. is like, as long as they could do it, like, they couldn't reference those 1940s serials and stuff because no. there's no one left from them. Yeah. But it was like 1960s Batman, part of the same universe as 1989 Batman, where they got the actor who played uh, Alexander Knox. It's the same as, you know, Green Lantern, the um, Ryan Reynolds movie. It's the yeah. same as Titans. It's the same as Doom Patrol. Like, it's all interconnected. Um, Swamp Thing, which was a real, like, bittersweet moment because they put him in there, but, yeah. like, they cancelled that show. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what did you do that for? Um, and, uh, and then the DCAU. And, that was new footage, and no one knew about it. Like, they were saying, like, it was a closed set. Like, uh, Melissa Benoist, who plays Supergirl, like, commented online. She's, like, like attacking, like, Grant Gustin. She's like, why didn't you tell me that, like... Mm. Like, how come none of us knew that, like, the Flash from the movies is going to be in it? Yeah. But that, to me, is like, a really positive sign. That means... Because there's all, like... Like, obviously, the last few years, the DC movies have kind of been a little bit... Hit and miss. Not just that, but, like, after the Snyder Justice League, which wasn't Snyder's, it was Joss Whedon's, like, you know, Affleck left, and there's been rumours of, you know, rebooting everything, and Henry Cavill maybe not coming back, and, like, this Flash movie was meant to be released in, like, 2019, and, like, now it's not going to be, like, till 2022 or something. Mm. But, like, it's nice to, like, that to me is, like, okay, if he showed up and, like, filmed new footage, then not only is he still on board, Warner Brothers is still on board as well. Mm. Um, So that was cool. Um... There was some fun stuff. I really enjoyed um, seeing Supergirl fight a Flash villain, and that was where they introduced that, like, now their worlds are all connected. Yeah. Uh, like, Lex Luthor is now, like... I liked all that stuff. I liked how all the... All, all the... Like, they, they end up on Earth-1. Earth, Earth, like, yeah, Earth-Prime. Earth-Prime. Yeah. It's like, no, this is my villain. No, yeah. no, no, this is my villain. Yeah. I liked all that sort of stuff, and that they can actually have, like, a proper team now with everybody in it. Well, it ended with... The Hall of Justice yeah, and have the Justice right. League table. Yeah, I exactly. love that. Um, but you're right. Like, the one thing they kept doing is, and it really distracted. Like, 
I thought I might get like a little bit emotional in this kind of new character and die, and I didn't. Um, I haven't got an emotional CW show since like season two of Flash. Um, but um, like you know, when they killed Green Arrow the first time, I was like, oh, that was sudden. I don't really have time. Like it seemed like really like ill placed, and I didn't really have time to like kind yeah. of react. And then they brought him back, so I was like, all right. And then like they killed. And him they in- brought him back as like this really cool entity. As the Spectre, yeah. Yeah, for like literally five minutes. I think he'll still be the Spectre. Like, because that's the point of the Spectre. Like, he doesn't really interact with the heroes. He lives in, like, in between the dimensions and stuff. And there's more... Like, he's kind of like, you know, the Watchers in um, Marvel? Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit like that. He does get involved sometimes, but he's less um, hands-on. So, I think, like... Because Arrow's about to finish. I think the second last episode of all time aired this week. I haven't watched it yet. It's queued up and ready to go. Um... But I imagine, like, they'll have to show him at least in the last episode. Because um, this new episode, he, I don't think he's in. Like, it's called Green Arrow and the Canaries, and it's, like, his daughter and the Black Canaries. Mm. Um, and they're spinning that off into, like, a Black Canary TV show now as well. Where it's, like, a team of Black Canaries. Yeah. It's, I don't know. They're spinning off a lot of shows. They're spinning off a lot of stuff. Well, there's, you kind like... of just go... Like, no offence, but do we really need this many comic book shows? Well, it's not just that, it's like... There's so many! I'm like I like I'm okay with Marvel doing it because they they're like look we can't make you know we can't necessarily justify doing a Scarlet Witch and Vision movie we yeah. can we can do six episodes and it still ties into everything like it's all together whereas these CW ones like even though like everything they've ever done is like part of connects now mm. like they're not going to reference each other we're not going to see people show up again like you're yeah. never going to see Ben Affleck or Henry Cavill in that TV yeah, show do you know yeah, what I mean like yeah. um. So, and also, like, they're just doing stuff they've already done. Like, apparently, like, Superman and Lois are getting a show. And, like, Brandon... Yeah. And Brandon Rath might be getting a super... Like, a separate Superman show now. Yeah. But it's based... I'm almost okay with that, because apparently it's like the continuing adventures of the movie he was in. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, cause But I think it's because I grew up in a world... Where there were no superheroes. Where there was... Where there was... Where it was just, you know, like, there was Smallville, and there was Lois and Clark. Mm. And maybe a handful of other ones, and then that was about it. And yeah. so it's just like, I feel like I can't keep up with all of the ones that are coming out. I mean, like, I'm not expected to. Mm. You're expected to. And I don't. Um, like, I've watched none of Black Lightning. Yeah. I still have. I haven't watched Lightning, the last... There's like, I know I'm crossing over to mm. different things. But, but that's you okay. Know, there's like, there's, there's Iron Fist. There's Jessica Jones. We, we haven't yeah, gotten we're back We're two to, seasons you know. behind on Jessica Jones. I'm a season behind it's on Punisher. Like... <laughs> I haven't started Runaways, which is two seasons in. I haven't started Cloak and Dagger. I haven't started... Um, I haven't watched the last five seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I haven't watched any of Agent Carter, like... Yeah, you know, like, and they're all fantastic, they're all brilliant. Well, they're not, but... Like, well, okay, they're not all fantastic, they're not but, all like, this, brilliant, but... Like, there's plenty of, sort of, like, great source material, and, like, ideally, there's great stories to be told. My problem with the, DC, with the CW method is they do 23 episode seasons. Yeah. And my problem with the Netflix shows, they do 13 episode seasons, like... If you're going to do, like, small... Like, these characters... Like, comic book arcs are six issues. But the problem is, is that people love long seasons. Like, I love long seasons. No, I hate it. No, I love it. I like... I, I like, love long let seasons. Me, let me clarify. I like... I don't mind a long Imagine season. Imagine if The Office was six episodes Well, I was, I, was, I was about to clarify. If you're going to do 20-minute episodes, sitcom, you can make it a long season. Yeah. If you're doing 40-minute episodes... And, like, some of these shows, so they don't need to be 40 minutes long yeah. sometimes. Like, you don't have to do that many. Like... That's true. I'm just trying to think... 
um, what I watched recently. Um, I think eight is fine. I think like The Boys was eight. Yeah, fine. Ten. Ten's um, good. Ten's well, a nice round number. Watchmen was nine. Perfect. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't need to go there. Like even like these. Um, actually, I think Titans and Doom Patrol were thirteen. That was okay, but that was because like they hadn't run out of ideas. Yeah. And it wasn't like villain of the week. Like they taking their time doing long form storytelling. Whereas yeah. These CW ones, again, and I like them. I like, you know, Flash and Arrow, and I really got into Legends last year um, for a while. After a while, like, they kind of run out of story to tell, because they're like, we've got to tell 23 of these things. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. I still enjoyed Crisis, um, but it was a little bit underwhelming. But I liked that they set up Justice League, and hopefully that means there'll be more kind of playing between the shows. Like, not necessarily, like, big crossovers, but, like, now they're on the same earth, and like it looks like National City is across the bay from Central City. Mm. We should get a lot more Flash and Supergirl stuff. Yeah. Black Lightning's on that, you know, on that. Um, I liked him in the crossover. Yeah, I haven't watched any of his show. It's very and it's interesting because like they killed off his family. Yeah, immediately. So I wonder like whether like his family exists in the on Earth Prime now, and like whether he mm. just like has them back or what yeah. it is. Um, so can I ask you? Yeah. Um. This whole Flash goes missing in crisis. Yeah. Did that end up being fulfilled? Well, I guess we'll see. They did go missing for a bit. They all got transported to the that the the empty place. Yeah, the um the void or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think um they'll address that in the second half of season uh, okay. six. Yep. Um, because also like Reverse Flash never showed up. He was meant to show up in the crisis. He never showed up. Ah, oh, yeah, mm. yeah. And also, like, this Wells that we've got now, that's it. Like, there's no, they can't bring back another... No, that's right. Well, actually, like, no... So no more weird German Wells. Well, there still is a multiverse, because they ended up with, like, the multiverse expanding again, because then they showed them all. But to me, it kind of felt like, yes, there are other universes, but we can't cross them anymore. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't need any more multiverse stuff. Like, I'm all multiverse yeah. out. Um, but yeah. I don't know. It was, did you like it? I did. There were some things I didn't like. I didn't necessarily like, um, um, bitter Bruce Wayne who got electrocuted. I thought that was a bit Oh, soft. yeah, yeah. I did like how they got, um... Kevin Conroy. Kevin Love Conroy that. To, do the, to do Batman. Though. Yeah, I, I did like that. Um... But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, and I thought like the I I mm. I thought the final battle was kind of weak. Like you know how they just like, all of those monsters were so easy to kill. Yeah, like you just hit them mm. and they just turned to dust. Mm. So I don't know if it was supposed to be like because there's so many of them, that's why they're fighting really hard. But I'm like, but you literally can just go poof. Like yeah. why didn't the flash just like electrocute them? Do you know what I mean? Like. That all of these superheroes yeah. have all of these tricks up their sleeve at their disposal. Well, it's and like, they're like, no, 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 no. I must punch my way out well, of this. Well, I remember when we um, when we were watching, when we first started watching Supergirl, it was like episode two, you're like, she has heat vision. Just use it all the time. And I was like, I don't think the budget allows them to use heat vision all the time. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think it's probably the same with Flash. Like, they probably only have like X amount of like lightning throws they can do. Yeah. Um, so I, kn- I don't know if I necessarily loved it. I liked seeing all the cameos. I liked what how it ended. I liked that they finally set up a whole justice. I'm going to get a Justice League, hopefully. Um, and I like, um, I suppose, 
um, what this sets up for the future. Like, I think, like, it brings everything together, puts everyone on the same earth, that kind of thing. Um, I want to go back, like, I'm only, I'm still, like, two seasons behind the Supergirl, but now, like, with Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor being a Nobel Prize winner, like, I wonder yeah, how that affects, really like, Supergirl. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so overall, I did like it, but, like, there were definitely moments where I was like, like, you could cut some air out of this or put something interesting in this, like... Mm. Um, I don't need to know. Like, you don't need to tell I me. Thought, I thought time passed weirdly. Yeah, and they told. Like, if, yeah. like within three minutes, another ten Earths had been dissolved, but it had taken like two hours yeah. between the second last Earth and the last Earth. Mm. Um, like, and I don't think I even addressed it, but you were like you were saying it, like twenty times in our last episode. They told us that Oliver Queen died. Yeah, and that like really detracted. Like that took away from it as well. But I don't think he's dead. It's like he's sleeping. Yeah, he is. He's snoring. He's, oh, little sweetheart. No, he's, he's dreaming. Little whistling noises mm. while he dreams. Um, yeah, I was just like, hey, I don't think he's really gone. I think he's here. Yeah, I think he's just been the spectre. And be like, the more you tell us that he's dead, the less I care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially considering he died before. Yeah. Um, you know? I don't it kind of takes away from the impact of it. Yeah. But um, I'm interested to see how it finishes um, Arrow, because there's only like two episodes left, and um, I caught up on it last year, and there was some, there was some good stuff in there, and this, new, this latest one has been great. Yeah. Been really, really cool stuff in it. So I hope they end it and give it like a nice fitting end, and like, uh, before they, you know, say goodbye. Um, but yeah. So how many... Um... Um, what can we vote it out of? Um, I don't know. Like, spirit paragons? demons? Pa- oh, paragons. I did not like that. Yeah. I, I did not like paragons. How many books of destiny? Sure, how many books of destiny? Um, I feel like I can't give it more than a seven. Yeah, I'm going six point five. And that, like, I'm kind of leaning around like around that area as well because I, I think I like more what it means. Yeah. Um, for the future of the shows, and also, um, like those Nazi episodes were better. Like for me, yeah, for me it wasn't necessarily the story that I yeah. liked. Um, it was more just I was looking forward to like cameos and like seeing yeah. stuff. Um, they showed Star Girl with the entire. Je- um, yeah, de- I thought that was cool. And they showed it with the Justice Society as well, which mm-hmm. was kind of cool. Which means that might show up in the Star Girl show. Yeah. Um, another show that's starting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, like between six point five and seven. Like, yeah, yeah. Mandalorian ranks way higher. That's like an eight and a half yeah. nine for me. Oh yeah, Mandalorian would be like yeah eight and a half for me too. Really good. Mm. All right, let's talk about some movies. Yeah. Um. I'm going to talk, start by talking... I've just kind of written them down in order that we watched them, I think. So, the first one you didn't see, I finally uh, got down to seeing Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters. Yeah. And it was okay. It was okay? Yeah. Like, I should have known, like, because I didn't really like that first Godzilla one that came out in, like, 2014. Yeah. But I loved Kong Skull Island. And I'm still looking forward to Kong vs. Godzilla because I like that Kong movie. But it's just, like, I just didn't care. Yeah. Like, it's two and a half hours long. And, um, That's long. It's long. And the CGI was okay, but not great. Like, mm-hmm. for a movie of that budget and that scope, it probably should have been better. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminded me, like, there was, because like, they're all, like, radioactive, like, they shoot stuff and whatnot. And it kind of reminded me of that scene in Batman vs. Superman when, like, Doomsday comes out and he's doing the electricity. Yeah. And it's not very good electricity, yeah. like, for a movie that should have the same studio, Warner Brothers. Yeah. 
Um, but like it was okay. Like, it was kind of cool seeing giant monsters, and it was kind of it was just it was just okay. Like I just so who does Godzilla fight? Um, all the monsters, like, um, Rodon and Mothra. Actually, no, okay. actually, no, I think Mothra's a good guy in this one. Uh, okay. Was uh. Mothra disgusting? Because he's a moth? No, they made, tried to make it look really pretty. Ew. And they gave it, like, yeah, I like fake eyelashes and press on nails and No, like, mm. like, they made it, like, all, like, um, luminescent. Is it an actual, like, moth? Or is it, like, a person who looks like a moth? It's, like, it's not a person. It's, a it's like a giant... Giant moth, which is... But they weren't disgusting. It wasn't like furry and stuff. I'll say uh, that, I'll think, no, it wasn't furry. I said. Ugh, hate moths. They're most hate. My most hated beings. Like there's like there's like this three-headed monster. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say three-headed moth. No, three-headed moth. I don't know. I just didn't care. Yeah. But by the time I realised I didn't care, I was too far in to turn it off. So yeah. I was like, I guess I'll just keep watching. But like, yeah. Okay, like that's the three-headed dragon. Oh yeah. Game of Thrones is better than that. Yeah. That's just like a Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find a picture of Mothra for you. Um. But yeah, like, ultimately, I was just like, yeah, like whatever. Like it's like here we go. Here's another like that's what the CGI was like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess lightning had to hit every pointy part of him, like a kid's, yeah. like, Dracula drawing or something. Yeah. Um, well, I like that. I thought that was, like, a cool image. But, like... Oh, yeah. I just... Yeah, I just... I think, ultimately, like, it comes down to the Ghostbusters reboot review, which is not that it was bad. I just didn't care. Like, I just... Yeah. Stopped, just lost interest. Um... This Mothra. Come on, guys. Show me a picture. It doesn't matter. But, like, it was, like... I thought Mothra was, like, kind of pretty. I was like, ah, oh, like, they tried to, like... Like, they gave it, like, um... The wings were kind of, like... Um, stained glass. A little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and they looked kind of, um... I've literally just t- typed in Mothra 2019. Mm. It's come up. I can't believe you couldn't find it. I was it. on IMDb. Like, I was... Oh, okay. I did have a screen I just to, like, Google. But, yeah, I didn't do that. Um... Yeah, yeah, continue. Yeah, um, so it was fine. I don't know, like, 5 out of 10. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's, I don't know. 5 out of 10 watts. I don't care. <laughs> 5 out of 10, I couldn't give a shit. 5 I don't care out of 10. Yeah. Uh, and maybe I'm just not a Godzilla guy, but it's, I don't know, like, I love that trailer. I was really down for it. I love the idea of Godzilla. Yeah. I liked the Shin Godzilla movie, which came out a few years ago, the, Jap- the latest Japanese one. But this one just... I don't know whether maybe it's... Godzilla movies just need to be kept to the to the Japanese. Maybe, like maybe that's it. Like maybe maybe, Amer- maybe American maybe can American studios and writers can't do it. Yeah, because the the nineties one with Matthew Broderick is awful. The twenty fourteen <laughs> one I didn't like, and this one I didn't like. So, yeah. um, or you know what? Like give it to like who did the first Jurassic World movie? Colin Trevorrow was that him? I don't know. I You're think? asking the wrong person. I think it was. Um, Whoever did Jurassic World did a great job. I really liked that first Jurassic World yeah. movie. I haven't seen the second one still. I haven't seen the second one yet. Yeah, either. Colin Trevorrow. Like, give him um, Godzilla. Like, he's on giant dinosaurs, like, giant yeah. lizards. Like, mm. maybe he can do something with it. Mm. And, like, he made the human story okay. Like, because the thing with this giant monster movie is, like, no, you don't care about the people, with the exception of Kong Skull Island. Yeah. John C. Riley stole every scene. Yeah. Like, 
But the other and like um and Samuel L. Jackson, great villain in that yeah. horror movie. I didn't care so much about the other characters, but like that was okay. Like mm. they they made some memorable like everyone in this movie is just sad. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. Like Kong, uh, Godzilla's doing them a favor by crushing them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, please. I'm like, can you tear this earth in half? Because no one here is happy. Yeah. And I hate like car chases in giant monster movies because I'm like, mm. what's the point? Yeah. Like it takes two steps. Yeah. Like you mean, you're not getting yeah. away from it. And like, and if you do get away from it, like you're you're lying. Yeah. Like, and that's what happens. Like I'm like, this is. Uh. And they like tried to force feed like this divorced parent plot down into. It. I'm like, mm. there is a there are giant lizards around the world. <laughs> like who cares? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like if you somehow survive this. Then, like, repair your marriage. But right now, like, stop bickering, because I don't care for it. And I, like, I'm not... Like, there's a, there's a giant, like, foot outside my window <laughs> threatening to crush me, and, and you guys can't agree on, like... Because someone didn't buy the milk? Like, ugh! <laughs> like, ugh. So, Godzilla King of the Monsters, more like Godzilla King of the Snores. Like, yeah. I just... And I think I almost did fall asleep at one point, because I was just like, I don't know, this is... But I wanted to see it, so I saw it. So at least I can say that. Yeah. Um, the next movie I watched, I watched with you. In fact, the next few I watched. Uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Which I'm going to go and say this, because we're going to dissect this a little bit. I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it too. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I don't... Because we obviously saw it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to And the galaxy far away, so... Um, but I, I would rank it in terms of the new ones. Yep. Force Awakens is the best. Yep. Then this one. Yep. Then. Last Jedi. What's the one where it's just a new hope? Oh well, like I, like they're not really part of that. Trilogy, oh yeah, though, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, then. Last Jedi. Then Last Jedi. I agree. I think Force yeah. Awakens is the best one. Yeah. Um, Rise of Skywalker has some really cool moments in it. Like, it suffers from apologizing for Last Jedi. Yeah. Like, and they not. It's not done well like when they have to like fix the mistakes um and i use inverted commas there because i don't think like what they did in last year were mistakes they're not bad decisions like but i think like instead of trying to fix them they should have been like these are the cards we dealt with let's try and make it work like there's yeah. literally a scene where they're all heading off to war <laughs> yeah. and rose is like there and like you come on rose and she's like no they told me i have to stay behind and I'm like, yeah, the studio told like, you and you the had fans to told you that, and I felt terrible because of that actress. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, look, I, like, terrible character, like, and not even terrible. Like, that character could like what they should have done was make that character badass in this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Like, give her something cool to do. Yeah, she like, literally had that one scene. Yeah, like redeem her. Yeah, like they and like they brought in some other guy. Who was it? They brought in some actor, and he, I can't remember who it was. I've got to look it up now. But he just kept like. Giving expository lines. I'm like, Rose could have done this. Yeah. Um, and, like, the whole, like, um, race parents thing. They're like, they were nobody. It's your grandfather who's important. Yeah, like, yeah. And I didn't mind. Uh-huh. I didn't mind that twist. I was fine. Yeah, with... I didn't mind the twist of, like, her being the granddaughter of Palpatine. Mm. Um, but then also, then it, I wanted to get a little bit of explanation as to, okay, is it paternal? Granddaughter, grandfather, yeah. is it maternal granddaughter? Yeah, like, and... which one is the sick out of her parents? Well, I don't think either of them work. Either, no, yeah, I don't think either. But do you know what I mean? Like, somebody, my bigger, my bigger, my bigger question, my, my bigger question was: the emperor got laid? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's kind of like Voldemort getting. Yeah, but I, I I liked all the Emperor stuff. I liked that they didn't um, save him for the third act. I was really worried going in that they were like, because we heard like kind of teasers and like, if they give like the big twist of movies that the Emperor's still alive, I'm gonna be like, I don't care. But no, like first scene, Kylo Ren like literally walks in and meets him, and there's always like weird clone bodies, the Snoke yeah. and stuff. Mm. Loved all that, mm. and I love that they got it out of the way. They're just yeah. like, and they're like, yeah, he's back. I thought it was interesting that there was a Sith planet. Mm. I was like, oh. Well, isn't what about okay. isn't Mustafa the Sith planet? Like the one where is that the one where um Anakin gets all his body parts chopped off? That lava planet? Isn't that is a Sith it? planet? I thought that was like a Sith planet. I don't know. Um, it makes way more sense because of lava. Bit of, I'll have to do a little bit of research. But I was like, oh, I thought Sith were just like... Religion? Randos who got converted mm. and were like satanic now. I didn't yeah. think it was like our race yeah. or anything. Well, maybe they're just like kind of... There's their secret... Maybe like, that's their secret, secret hideout. Lair and yeah. it's just a whole planet. Um, I, don't, I don't know how I felt about the whole... Audience? No, I liked the audience. But, but like, are they real or are they spirits? I or think what? they're spirits. But then yeah. why did they run when all the rocks fell? <laughs> I don't know. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, there's, some, there's some weird stuff in this movie. Like, it's not perfect. Um, oh, no, I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't know how I felt about, like, there's this, like, green gem... And you gotta find all three yeah. to Although, get the apparently, map. Apparently, someone was because I've been doing some follow up. Apparently, that's um, mentioned like in the comics and stuff. So it is okay. Yeah. But like, I felt the same I way. I really like that idea. Remember how like after Solo, I'm like, oh, so Darth Maul is still alive. So this is after this is before Phantom Menace. And then someone had to tell me they're like, no, no, like he came back. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't watch the show, so yeah. why did they do that? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, so that, uh, but I didn't mind that, um, they introduced this new little, their own version of Baby Yoda who, like, fixes machines and stuff, remember there's a little oh, Bubba right. guy, and he was, like, erasing C-3PO's memory. Was he a droid? No, he's like a little creature guy. Oh, yeah! And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he right. was cool. Yeah, he was cool. Um, someone... He reminded me of a nice version of Anakin's owner in Phantom Oh, Phantom. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Um, someone pointed out, because they erased C-3PO's memory in this, yeah. um, which I thought was a cool twist, like, and, like, he, um, had the ability to translate the Sith language, but, yeah. like, his protocols prevented him from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a cool twist. I didn't mind they brought his memory back, but someone pointed out, like, yeah, they did bring his memories back, but, like, only up until the last time he saw R2-D2, which just so happened to be the end of Force Awakens, so he's forgotten Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do we wish, wish we could all forget Last Jedi? Last Jedi has some of the best lightsaber battles ever. Oh, there's another there's another line in there where they're like, mm-hmm. why don't we do what we did in the last movie and just cut the ship in half? Yeah. And they're like, he's like, no, 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 that's a one in a million thing. You could yeah. never do that again. I was yeah, like, oh my right. god. <laughs> that's right. No, we can't do that again. Yeah. Um, yeah, my only thing was, I reckon the movie was just ten minutes too long. You just need to cut out one battle scene. Yeah. That's all. Because we saw Ray and... What's his name? Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren fight so many times. And okay, yes. All of the fights were totally badass. 
Yeah. But they've actually. I'll, I'll say this. So many times, and I'm like, I'm sorry. You could take one of those out. I'll say, I'll say this: the three best lightsaber fights I've seen in the Star Wars films are all Kylo Ren and Rey. Oh yes. You've got the one yes. in the forest in Force Awakens. Yes. You got the one on Snoke's ship in Last Jedi. Yes. And then you got the one like on the the fallen like Star Destroyer yes, in the water, the water. Yes. Which is amazing. And by the way, spoilers. I know we've spoiled it. Harrison Ford's in this movie. Yeah. And I cried. Oh, that was so beautiful. It was so perfect. And like they've recreated, like, it's all the same dialogue yeah. from Force Awakens, yeah. but like instead of... But flipped on its head the other way around. I was so happy that like they turned him. Yeah. Like I really liked that. I, I was... loved that redemption. Because um, like, he needed to be redeemed. It would have been, someone pointed, again, like so, like someone clearly better writer than the guys in Star Wars was like, why did, um, you know, Leia was still alive at this point. Why couldn't she have convinced him? Like, what was she doing for so long that she couldn't convince Kylo herself? Mm. And then someone was like, why didn't she... Because it's not... Han Solo doesn't have a Force ghost. That wasn't a Force ghost. Yeah. Because he's not a, Je- not a Jedi. Yeah. So it's just a memory. Mm. But why couldn't... Um, Leia do a Force ghost. Of herself and Luke. Like, why yeah. couldn't she have all three of the original cast in that scene? Yeah. Um, like that, because they were like all his mentors and stuff. Yeah, but like, that would have been kind of cool. I don't mind, but that yeah. would have been cool to see. Mm. Um, but I love that. I love that. Like now, the power, like that connection that they shared, um, him and Ray, um, they were able to use it for good. So yeah. like, there's that scene where like she puts a lightsaber behind her back and he picks yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was really cool. Um, there's a more weird stuff where like Snoke's like, if you kill me, then like you'll become the Sith. So she doesn't, but then she kills him like five minutes later and yeah. doesn't become the Sith. Yeah. Um, I have no problems with the kiss. Everyone's like losing their mind over the kiss. My, yeah. So my gut reaction was that I didn't like it. Mm. And I was like, please don't kiss. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then they did. However, listening to your reasoning, mm. in theory... I agree with it. I don't think it's... I just, I just, I just was like, oh, like that was so, it was so Disney-fied and I was just like, it didn't need to happen, but you tell well, what you think. Well, first of all, I don't think it's a romantic kiss. No. It's not played that way. Mm. I think part of it is a like, we did it. Like, you know, we're alive and we did it kiss. Yeah. But I also think that, because um, Ray initiates it, I think Kylo Ren reciprocates because what they've shown us in this entire movie is that you can now heal with the Force. Yeah. And Rey was like haggard and like almost done down for the count. And Kylo Ren has finished his arc and so he was healing her. Yeah, that's um, right. Because afterwards he disappears and so does Leia. That's right. Like Leia so was... I think that's great. I love mm. that concept. That's what I think it is. Yeah. I think they could have done it a different way. Um, maybe a little bit more. If, that, if that's indeed what their intentions were, I don't know. Yeah. But it's also kind of like, because um, also, like, remember, like, in the movie when Ron and Hermione, like, in Harry Potter when Ron and Hermione kiss? Mm. That's not a romantic kiss. That's a thank God we're alive kiss. And yeah. that's what this felt like. They weren't, like, stroking each other's hair and laid yeah. down in silken sheets and yeah. being like, I love you. Um, I think it was more like, the last three years have been crazy. Mm. You were a bad guy and I was a good guy and we fought a lot of times and you killed, like, my friends and I killed some of your friends and, like, everyone we know and love is dead, except for a couple of our friends. But now, like, look at us. Like, I thought I was going to go to the bad side, but instead we're both on the good side, and we've taken down this jerk. And, all right, like, look, look at us. Yeah, like, mm. kiss. I think that's what it was. I don't think it was ever meant to be romantic. I saw someone online was like, I'll never show my daughter this movie. Yeah. Because it, it proves, like, this movie says 
that it's okay to like kiss your um, abusers. And I'm like, well, first of all, I don't know whether Kylo Ren like abused her. Like he was the enemy, but it wasn't like, I don't know. Like she was trying to find uh, like a feminist me too argument that wasn't there. I don't think. Mm. Like, I don't think that like I have always been. We talked about feminism and me too a lot on this show, and I've always been pro both of those things. Yeah, I'm 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 a staunch feminist. Yeah, and I'm 100% me too. And I saw that, and I was like, shut up. Yeah, I don't think that like fits it's here. It's fucking fiction. And also, like, if we've learned anything from Last Jedi, it's like, do we need messages in this movie? Like, no, yeah. we don't. Like, it's. Like, they got, again, like, it's like the Godzilla thing. They've got real problems in here. Like, there is <laughs> yeah. war everywhere. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah. So, I, I really, I really liked it. I didn't think it had any, like, as anywhere near as many problems as everyone. How liked. did you feel about Rey calling herself? Skywalker? Rey Skywalker. I don't think she needed to. I, I don't see. think she needed to. I would have liked, I would have loved her to just not say anything. Mm. That last line. Not say anything. Or just say, my name is Rey. Yeah, Rey. Um... I don't need no titles. I I understand, like, the carry-on of the Skywalker name, the legacy and stuff like that. Mm. But, I don't know, it was just kind of like, oh, I'd like it. But then at the same time, this whole time, she's like, I don't know who I am, I don't know how... So, so I get it. Like, I get it, I totally get it. On like, one hand, I'm like, yes, and on the other hand, I'm like, no, I would prefer just Ray. I, what I want, I remember afterwards, there was, something, I, there was a line of dialogue I really wanted her to say... And I don't care so much now, but I was like, I think she would have been cool if she said this, but I think it would have annoyed people. I think she would have been like, nobody. I'm just nobody. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, because she, that was the whole point. Like, her parents were nobody. Like, she did all this cool stuff, but she doesn't need to be the poster child for the war. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, she can just be nobody. Like, she's done her work. Like, um, I did like that she returned the... Um, the lightsabers to Tatooine. I thought yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I like that she turned her staff into like a yellow or a gold lightsaber. That yeah, was kind of interesting. Cool. Um, I haven't seen that color. Someone was saying online that she, they think that Ray actually lives there now. Like she's taken that house. I don't know if oh, that's yeah. true. Mm. Um, so Why I like, you would want to live on Tatooine, I don't know. Yeah. Shit planet. Um, live on Endor. But no, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think like it's hard to a land a plane that had so many bumpy right like bumpy roads like it's the second like the second movie unfortunately and I again like when that movie works I love it yeah it's when it falls apart that I, I can't deal with it um I think a lot of people are the same way um but like this movie had like so, felt like this movie like I just felt like this movie was apologising a lot being like hey don't worry about that last yeah. movie we fixed it up <laughs> um but I thought it went by pretty quickly the third act was a bit long I agree um but I think considering this is like a 40-year saga, like, and they managed to tie it up and end it pretty well. Like, yeah. They did a pretty good job. Um, Chewie finally getting the medal, I thought was great yeah, as well. Yeah, that was great. Um, I'm sure glad that Chewie um, didn't meet Kylo Ren after he'd come back, because that would have been an awkward yeah. situation for everyone. Um, but yeah. yeah cool. I, I thought it was, yeah, that was pretty good. Pretty good. So what are we going to rate it out of? Um... How about out of uh, let you know what? Let's rate it out of Rose because she didn't get her dues in this Aww. movie. Um, I can't remember what I gave Force Awakens. Maybe like an eight. Yeah, I think I'd give this like a seven and a half. Yeah, I'm thinking play a seven. Yeah. Um, 
for different reasons than Crisis. Like, this is better than Crisis. Yeah. Um, I just don't know, like, whether I'd rush back to rewatch it. Like, I don't need to see it again for a little while. Yeah. Um, but, like, Seven Roses out of ten. Like, I thought it was... I, st- I did really enjoy it, and I think the people were being unnecessarily harsh on this movie. Like, yeah. just for the sake of, like, yeah, complaining about so it. Too. Yeah, Which is, I think, always the case with Star Wars movies. Like, people always kind of feel mm. a bit critical. But, yeah. Um, we got so many more movies to talk about. <laughs> um, the next thing we saw was, like, a week later or two weeks later, and that was Jumanji. Yes! Jumanji! Um, we uh, continued our... Um, our habit, or our ritual, I suppose, of seeing a movie on New Year's Eve, because mm-hmm. who cares about going to the city and partying, let's yeah. go to a movie and go to bed. I believe we are in bed by 9.30 that night. <laughs> yeah, I was not feeling that great. No. I was not feeling that great, because when we were at the cinema... Oh, yeah, stank. There was this smell... Yeah, it wasn't good. ...in the cinema, and it just, it smelt like 40 people sweat. Yeah. And it did not leave the entire time. I had to keep my face mm. in a bag of Maltesers yeah. so I could smell the chocolate instead. Mm. Well, so look, that, I, do, I yeah. will say, on the forefront, that detracted yeah. my enjoyment. enjoyment a little bit. Um, I mean, look, we, you know, like we've been to that cinema a couple times. We won't name which one it was. But yeah. there's also one equal distance at um, uh, Fountaingate. So we'll just try that one next time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, two years ago, um, we saw the first, the, the last Jumanji movie on New Year's Eve. So it was a nice return. Um, I loved it, man. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought they made really clever choices. Danny like, DeVito was awesome. Danny DeVito's great. Um, Kevin Hart, who I've said, like I think I said last review, like I'm not a big fan of Kevin Hart. These Jumanji films, he can keep being in them. Like yeah. him doing an impression of Danny Glover. Yeah. Um, so I guess like what they did in this one was um, they go back into the game because they're I can't remember any of the characters' names, mm-hmm. but like the boy, like the nerd boy. Um, Wants to go back to sort of like well, like after glory. the first Jumanji film, like he felt kind of pathetic and he felt like mm. he'd lost um, like some of his his edge or whatever. So he goes back in to try and prove that he's like kind of heroic and brave and stuff. Um, and they all go in after him, but like they sucked in because the game's broken. Yeah, so the game's different. It's a new level, and they sucked in like his grandpa and stuff by mistake. Yeah. So you have like <laughs> the, like the rock. And Kevin Hart played, like, in doing impressions of Danny DeVito yeah. and Danny Glover. Um, and it's so good. Like, it's so funny. Um, and then, like, later on, Aquafina shows up, the um, the Asian uh, yeah. rapper. And she does an impression of Danny DeVito. And it's the best. Yeah. Like, it is so it's good. It's so good. Um, Karen Gillan is great in it again. Jack Black gets to do a few different things. Yeah. Um, they have the Hound as the villain. Like, it's more... It's, it's more of the same, but they found enough like kind of ways to change it and make the um, characters interesting and keep the story going. Yeah. Um, I don't think we need to like, kind of harp on about it too much. Like it was, if you like the first one, you like the second one. Yeah, it was just as good. Like, like you know how you know sequels will only like if they're really really good sequels, mm. they'll be like just shy of it being mm. good as good as the first one, is literally, like, exactly the same up there. Like, it was so funny. It was it's, so well done. Well, it's, like, it's what... It's, it's like, the perfect popcorn movie. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just yeah. want to go to the movies, have popcorn and laugh and have yeah. a fun time. And that's what it is. Like, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I could probably pick apart, like, plot points and stuff, but that's not the point of this movie. Like, no. it's not trying to tell, like, the, you know, the, the moody, gloomy story of the human condition. Like... It's like, guess it's what? It's like Schindler's List. People got sucked into a video game and had to like run away from animals. I'm like, cool. Awesome. Yeah. 
Um, exactly. And I remember right before the post credit scene played, I was thinking, I'm going to turn to you and tell you, but um, the post credit scene came pretty quickly. I was going to sound like the Netflix, they do another one of these, the game should come back out into the real world again. Yeah. Um, but this time, like, The Rock and Jack Black and everyone should come out of the game and they're their real characters. Mm. So you get to see them, like, be... What not... they're supposed to be yeah. like. Yeah. And literally right before I said that, the post credit scene came up and, like, someone touched the game... And then, like, all these animals came out. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. So hopefully they'll make a third, uh, a fourth one, I should say, because these are all sequels to the originals. Yeah. So there's three of them now. Um, I would really like to see another one. Like, they could keep making these movies for a while. Like, yeah. if they can do it with Fast and the Furious, they can do it with this. Like, yeah. they could, like, as long as, I mean, as long as the original cast is interested. Like, if you lose The Rock and um, Jack Black, I'd say, mm, done. Yeah. Don't worry about it anymore. And, like, the others as well. Like, I don't want to, like, put them above... Um, the other people, but they mm. play like the big drawing cards and the comedic value of yeah, the yeah. Um, um, of the movie. But um, no, I had a really, a really fun time, even with the, the stinky cinema. Um, stinky cinema was so bad. Um, but yeah, like that, that's all we really need to say about it. Yeah, it's no, it was fun. great. Um, we're gonna rank it out of what faulty cartridges. Uh, no, I was thinking, what's the thing that they have to find? It's like an amulet or something? Is it a key? Or a key? Yeah, he has a key under his beard, or whatever. Like a key under his armour. Yeah, yeah. Is Or was it a stone? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Um, no, we'll do it out of broken cartridges, because sure. I can't remember what it was. Um, I can't remember what I, what I gave the last Jumanji. I think I gave the last one about an eight. I think I might have given it a 9. Um, I would give this an 8 again. I really liked I'm it. I'm going to give it whatever I gave it last time. Which I think was a 9. Okay, we'll say, we'll say 9. So I think I'm going to give it a 9. Um, just fun. Just Minus a... 1 for stinky cinema. Hmm. And like the good family movies as well, do you know what I mean? Like Yeah, the whole family can enjoy it. Yeah, mm. that's what these films have done really well. I was sitting there watching, we watched Shazam of the night, and I was saying to you afterwards, I'm like, it felt like... And, like, Shazam's another film that doesn't have, like, a perfect plot. And there's... You can pick holes and stuff. But it felt... It reminded me of, like, when I watched Ghostbusters or Back to the Future. Like... Yeah. It's a movie for a more adult audience. Like... Because adults reading those comics are probably not kids. Yeah. But kids can totally get in on it and enjoy it yeah, as well. And exactly. there's some scary stuff in it. Um, yeah. The next thing we watched, we finally saw Frozen 2. Oh, yeah! I forgot about Frozen 2. I did not care for this movie. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I definitely didn't like it as much as the first one. I um, the animation's great. The st- I thought the story was just like a little bit weak. I didn't understand what was going on sometimes. Yeah. Like when Elsa goes into like some frozen cave and like she's getting too cold or something, and she too like starts wearing the white dress, running of Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, yeah. I think the biggest weakness, and it's surprising, um, are the songs. Lots of songs, yeah. It's the same writing team. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same team from the first movie. That first movie has so many great, like, catchy songs. Yeah. Like, and, like, not even just Let It Go. Like, what's the... Love is an open door. Love is an open door. Um, uh, Fixer Upper. Yeah. Like, there's so many good, like, catchy songs in that. Um, and this one, I just didn't... Like, Do you want to build a snowman? Yeah. These were, like, all depressing. It was, like, I'm alone and everyone's dead and there's a yeah. rock man. And, like... Yeah. Um, um, I liked Into the Unknown. But that was the... Into the Unknown. You're looking at me like... Is that, the, um, is that like the main that's song? That's the main one, Is that yeah. the one she was singing? Yeah. When she was like trying to get over the 
ice water or something. No, know. that's the one where she was woke up in the middle of the night towards the start of the movie. Okay. She walked outside and there was all those little diamondy things. Yeah, and like it's not a terrible movie. Like it's totally fine, but I yeah. think like the first movie just hit the mark so well. Yeah. It's like, how do you sequelize this? I was just kind of like, yeah, the story was a bit, eh. Yeah. Like the for the whole forest thing. And like the the, I liked the, the warring idea. clans and yeah. stuff. I liked the idea of the elements and all the different powers of the elements, but like by the time it was like twenty minutes in, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, yeah, that main one? That's her power. Or was it even 20 minutes in? Because she tells the story right at the start. Yeah, I don't know. Like, cool. Yeah, when, I know exactly where this I remember is like going. when Elsa got to the boat to go, like, start going out to find the cave or whatever. Yeah. And she sends Anna back through the... On the ice sled or whatever. Yeah. I checked the time. I'm like, oh, we have an hour still. Yeah. I was like, how can we have an hour still? Like, it was... Yeah. Just felt like it wasn't paced very well. And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't care for the whole... Is it... Um, is it Sven? Is he the yeah, guy? Yeah, Sven. The and he wanted to marry Anna. The whole proposal yeah. thing. Like, it just... That joke kept... Like, it was so played out. Like, it felt like every 10 minutes yeah. he was trying to propose mm-hmm. to him. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I wanted to like it. I was looking forward to it. I remember, like, when it came out, like, we were going to see theatres. We were going to see the movies. I'm kind of glad we didn't see the yeah, movies. Yeah, I'm kind of glad we didn't. Um, it just... And I wanted to. I wanted to love it. Because I really enjoyed that first one. I think that first one, yeah, as I said, like... Really fun and catchy and like and sad. Yeah. Um, I thought I liked the uh, I liked the closure it gave for the death of the parents. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That was really good. So when they actually find the ship. Yeah. You know, um, and the but I didn't the whole water has memory. Okay. Water has memory. Water has memory. Oh. Olaf dying though. Oh, I cried. I did. Just sort of like. Faded away. I didn't cry, but I was like, oh, that's pretty ballsy. But I was like, he's going to come back. Oh, yeah, I knew he was going to come back. But, like, that was that was sad. It was no, like, Mufasa in the stampede. Oh, God, <laughs> it's not that kind of crying. But then, really like... like a tear roll there. But then, like, after that, like, then Anna sings, like, hands down, maybe the most depressing song out of any Disney film yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a kid's movie. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God, like... And, like, they felt like a real, like, casual, like, reference to the... Remember how, like, in the first movie, like, the rock creatures, like, were a pretty big part of it? Like, they yeah. raised Olaf or whatever, mm. and they had that fixer-upper song. It was really fun. Like, at one point, they walk out, and it's kind of like... It was almost like Rose being like, I'm staying behind. Like, that's yeah, what it felt like. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're not part of this adventure. And I was like, the whole time, is that village just, like, standing on the cliff? Yeah. That's the whole the whole time. I mean, I like that little li- fire lizard thing. Yeah, that was cute. But I feel like that's what it was for. Yeah, just to be cute. Because you already got Olaf. They're tired of Olaf now. Yeah. Like the, Need something else to be cute. Like I saw that lizard and I was like, why don't they do a sequel to Tangled? Yeah. Like you yeah. do. Like, you like do. Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I'm being really critical. But I just, like, I was excited to watch it. And I remember, like, being, like, very quickly being like, oh. But yeah, when they were talking about the warring tribes, I was like, oh yeah, that's actually the wrong way around. It's actually evil. Da 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 like, yeah. I, Within the first like five, ten minutes, I knew the exact plot. I don't think I sold you unless I picked up on it. Because I do, despite like having seen like millions of films at this point, <laughs> like, I still get sucked in and will like fall for things. Like I like, like they like movies will trick me even though like they probably shouldn't. So like I didn't like pick up on all the twists or like the twists in the film and that was fine I didn't mind that but I like I didn't care either yeah 
Um, and Anna was really annoying in this one. Like, remember, like when she's like luring the the giant monster to the bridge, and I was like, move, move, like, yeah, like run. move. Um, so I don't know. Like, I really, um, yeah, I wanted to enjoy it. I just didn't. Well, how many five lizards are you gonna give it? Because I haven't seen it in a little while, and I forget, I'm gonna give it like. Uh, like the benefit of the doubt, or like kind of a, a point of good faith, I'm mm. going to give it a six. I'm giving it a six as well because I can't remember, and maybe if I rewatch it, I'll like it more. Yeah. But I remember like the we I've only seen I think it was in the first Frozen movie once. Yeah. And still, like, and I'm, we listen to that soundtrack so all yeah, the time. Yeah, like that soundtrack. I mean, we're big. Yeah, like. Whereas this one, I literally had to like think of that song. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember. Like I couldn't remember it. Yeah. Um, like that, and like the Disney had a couple of good ones, and like that, and the Moana soundtrack. I'm like yeah. every day, like give me them. Um, but this one, not so much. Like this soundtrack can go with the Mary Poppins Return soundtrack. Yeah, never again. Um, cool. Um, so after Frozen, the next thing we watched, and actually I'm looking forward to, to talk about this one as well. Uh, was Late Night. Oh! I forgot. I keep waiting for us to get to the last one that we watched. Yeah, no, we got it like a good little while to go still. Oh my god. Um, so Late Night was uh, written by Mindy Kaling from The Office. Yep. Uh, and The Mindy Project and all sorts of other things. Um, and basically is uh, about the f- the fall from grace of a late night TV host. So Emma yeah. Thompson plays the same TV host. And because she's like, she's played this really like, kind of stiff upper lip, upper crust, like trying to um, deliver, deliver into the... She hasn't, she hasn't grown and changed with the world of late night television. But she also doesn't so want, does she doesn't want to be like that. She wants no, to be like, um, you know, she wants to interview like... Proper, like, serious literary yeah. artists and stuff. Yeah. Which is fine, but no one in America wants to watch that. Yeah. Um, and so she's, in, like, running the risk of being cancelled, and um, Mindy Kaling is a diversity hire. Um, yeah. Which is a phrase I hadn't heard before, but I, um, now that the one they explain, I'm like, oh, okay, look, I think, like, maybe I've seen that before, um, which is, like, a horrible thing to say, I suppose, but, like, um... She literally like had no, had no experience as a writer. She was a factory worker, and they were like, "Well, she's not a white man, so we'll give her a job." Um, but it turns out Mindy Kaling's amazing, and was also a fan of the show, so she's really able to ha- really able to help out with it and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I did too. I was looking forward to it. I want to see it in theaters. I I figured I would because I really like Mindy, Mindy Kaling she's and so, Emma Thompson. So strong, man. Yeah, and she Emma Thompson's is. great. Yeah. Um, and it had, I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy from Veep is in it as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, he was really good in it. Um, there was some pretty simple stuff. Like, I knew the douchebag boyfriend was going to be a douchebag boyfriend. Yeah. Like, you could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really fun and, like, heartfelt and, like, poignant and topical. Like, I felt like it was a good commentary on, like, the industry, like, yeah. today and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene towards the end of the film where... Um, it's like one year later and Mindy's working in the, um, the writer's room and now it's a diverse writer's room. Like, yeah. you have, uh, like it's a rainbow tapestry. Like yeah. you've got uh, men, and women. men and women and like different all different races. races. Yeah. And I remember I said to you at one point, I'm like, did you notice how all the characters that didn't have any lines have been replaced by other characters yeah. who aren't getting any lines? Yeah. Like that was how the, which is fine. Like it's a movie trope. Like they had to do that. I get, um, but it was, yeah, I really dug it. And it was kind of like, it's one of those movies, I don't know how much the, bud, but the budget of this one, but it felt like an old, like, $30 million movie you'd get in the 90s and early 2000s, where it's like, this isn't a blockbuster, it's not an indie film, this is just like a rom-com type thing. Yeah. But it wasn't a rom-com. No. 
Um, and um, oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, who's the guy? I'm looking it up right now. You know who played Winston Churchill in The Crown? Oh, um, oh, Third um, Rock in the Sun. Yes, I know. I can't um, remember his name either. I'm trying to look. Uh, John Lithgow. Yes, John Lithgow. Um, fantastic in it. Like he's only oh, yeah, he's good. only a little bit. Like he plays this really tragic character. Like he plays the husband mm. who's kind of like. He's not. He's always in, been there to support his wife. Yeah, like she's in the spotlight yeah. and he's not, and he's like got a degenerative disease, ALS or something. I don't know. Um, but there's that lovely scene where like they're at the party and he's just playing on the piano and she just wants to sit yeah. and listen to him and mm. stuff. Um, just yeah, just just like a fun comedy, and it was funny. Like there were so many like good like good jokes in there. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't have much to say on it, I guess, because. Um, like, it's not like a complex plot where we need to go into things, but... Oh! Mm. It was a $4 million budget. Oh, really? So it was an indie film. Yeah. Like, it looks like, you know, that looks like it could have been, like, Suddenly 30. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Actually, let me... Now I want to go down the rabbit hole. How much did Suddenly 30 cost to make? Because that's kind of what it felt like a little bit. Yeah. Like, mm. um, someone who shouldn't be in the business world that is in the business world, Suddenly 30. Um... Suddenly, thirty cost thirty-seven million dollars to wow, make, and it's go. it's kind of almost the same film, <laughs> like yeah, a little bit yeah. in terms of the characters' project progression, minus like the the um the romance and the time travel, but like mm. thirty-three million dollars less yeah. and probably better. Yeah. Although I do like Suddenly Thirty, actually. I do like Suddenly Thirty. Oh, they remade Suddenly Thirty as well in India. Um, yeah, I don't like have a whole lot to say about it. I think like it's a really good like. It kind of felt like um, like a movie that parents would watch, like you know. See, I felt like it was a movie that girls would watch the day before their hens do. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. Like, good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like um, yeah. Like yeah, if this was made ten years ago, or actually fifteen years ago, it would have been J Lo. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, Made in Manhattan exactly. or something. Like, that's yeah, what it felt like. Yeah. Um, or like maybe like a, a Kate Hudson or something mm. like that's what mm. it would have been in the t- in the 2000s um, and like, I haven't seen any of those movies but like <laughs> but I like Mindy Kaling that's, that was the draw um, but yeah just fun like funny um, yeah not too much to say about yeah, it yeah no I just really enjoyed it I um there were a couple of the tropes I didn't like some of the tropes mm. uh, and I was kind of like oh that's in there I thought this was going to be a bit different and then I was like, oh. Like her falling for the guy and stuff. Her falling for the guy, her going home and crying from being told off at work on her first day. Yeah, but I also think But like, I, I relate to that. Those like are tropes, those yeah. are tropes, but I think they're also, like, they're tropes because they are, like, that's real. Like, that happens. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's... Well, I it's th- not just going home and crying, but it's like, go, it's like you would go home and you would yell and you would say all the things that some you want to say and stuff like but that. But some people wouldn't. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, I re- her ending up with the the competitive guy and she's competing with yeah like, like those sorts of tropes you go oh yeah that's right this is a movie it's not you know like a reflection of real life or anything but like, that. like Emma Thompson elevates it like she oh yeah because there's that moment like there's the moment where um it turns out she was having an affair yeah it happened right after her husband was diagnosed which like you hear that and you're like that's horrible but if you think about it I think that's what a more common than you think, yeah. And I think it's it's not such an irrational reaction because 
she talks about it. she's like I just need to feel something I didn't feel anything I didn't know what to... and she gives this like they had this beautiful conversation and John Lithgow in that moment as well is beautiful is like you cheated on me once in like 40 years like mm-hmm. can you know will you give me another 40 years or whatever like it's really mm-hmm. lovely and like she like talks and like I remember I got teary then and then when she does her monologue and she addresses it mm. um, I got teary again like because she's just so real so much conviction and it's yeah. interesting because she has a line and she's like you know you millennials I think she says like mm. all you want to do is like talk about your pain and tell them about it as if like it means anything yeah and like, that's true like, that's very much of this generation where people will put something out there yeah and by doing like, I'm hurting and, and it's like if you do it then mm. like all is forgiven or all is better yeah. and that's not necessarily but the way she did it and like took control of it and stuff I was like that's cool like I like that and like mm. it wasn't just like putting it out there it's like it's one thing to put it out there but like to own it and like talk about how she was wrong to do it and she's gonna do better like yeah. and she wants to do better and she you know they deserve her to do better and stuff like yeah. that that was really cool I like that um I like that <laughs> um yeah I um yeah, solid. Solid yeah, movie. Absolutely. Um, how many... Oh. Cupcakes? Sure. Was the, it cupcakes or was it donuts? Donuts. Was no, cup... I think it was cupcakes. Well, let's say cupcakes. I'm and, pretty sure it was cupcakes. Yeah. How many cupcakes? Um, I'm going to give it a solid seven and a half cupcakes. I'm going to give it seven and a half as well, actually. Okay. I liked it more than every movie we talked about so far except for Jumanji. Yeah. Definitely. Jumanji was top of the pops. It almost, in a way, not on the same emotional level, but it was kind of like, um, it could have been this year's Big Sick. Yeah. Um, it wasn't quite, like, it missed the mark a little bit. Mm. Um, oh, I love the Big Sick. Um, beautiful. Well, the next movie I, I watched was Without You. Mm-hmm. It was the long-awaited return of Jay and Silent Bob in Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Mm-hmm. Um... I loved it, man. Like it was, and like, I, like the film was designed for me. Like the film yeah. was designed for Kevin Smith fans. Like, if you like Kevin Smith movies, you will like this movie. Yeah. Like, it's very much what the title says. Like there are m- many plot points which are taken straight from the last Jane Silent Bob movie. Like mm-hmm. it's meant to be because it makes fun of reboots and remakes and sequels while yeah. being one as well. Um, but um, you know, instead of Ford. Di- like instead of four diamond thieves in cat suits, it's four teenage girls trying to go to Comic Con. Like, yeah. um, it's also a f- film about parenthood because Jay finds out that the girl from the first movie ended up having his child, um, like while she was in prison, but like they never um, connected again. So she thought he wasn't interested, didn't tell him, um, and so like he has to reconcile with the idea of being a father. And I never, like, I was like, this is, I don't know, like, this is going to be an interesting thing. But, like, they really do it really well. And, um, the Affleck's back, like, because Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck are friends again. So he came into the scene. And, um, he's now, his character from Chasing Amy now has a child with Alyssa from Chasing Amy. Even she's still a lesbian and has, like, a girl, uh, girlfriend or a wife. But they had a child together because they both wanted a child. Mm. And the child's name is Amy, which is like, a, like if you remember like that movie and like the dialogue, I was like, wow, that's really, like, I should have seen it coming, but it's beautiful and I love it. Mm. Um, and he gra- does this great monologue, what about what it's like to be a father and like how, you know, um, he said, he's, I don't know what he says, he's like, you know, your whole life, um, you know, you're the lead character, you're the hero of your story. 
He goes, but when you become a parent, that changes. Like the third act goes away. You don't have a heroic finale because you become the stage and your child becomes the hero, the mm-hmm. main character. And it's like, some of like, I like, I've always liked Kevin Smith's writing, especially dialogue. There's some stuff. I'm like, yeah, that like, could have been better. That line, I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that line. I really like that tell that's something that he believes. Yeah, and like he learned from being a father himself, yeah. probably. Um, and there's some dumb stuff in it. Like, there's some like, some fart jokes and stuff. Like, they recreate the movie scene, like, almost um, exactly the same as the previous one, except Kate McCoochie from Garfunkel and Oates, like, works at movies in this movie and stuff. Um, Fred Armisen's in it, like, plays, like, a, an Uber nice. driver um, who came up with, like, the worst idea for a snack food ever. Um, what was it again? So they're tater tots, but he wanted to appeal to, like, tweens, so he called them hater tots, so they're, like, brats. Yeah. But then, like, hate groups, like, made it the That's snack right. food of their choice. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the KKK, like, eats hater tots. Um, yeah, like, it's it's fun, man. Like, there's a lot of self-referential stuff. Like, Kevin Smith plays himself in the movie because he's making the remake of Blunt Man and Chronic, which is the heroes that James Holland and Bob become. Does he also play, like, Silent, Silent Bob? Bob yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and, um... Melissa Benoist, Supergirl, like, in the remake of Blunt Man and Chronic, like, Chronic is now a girl, so she's, like, the, the costume vigilante, and Val Kilmer is the silent bob. It's <laughs> it's kind of weird. Um, Quinn from Impractical Jokers is in a... Yeah. Like, just for, a, like, a cameo and stuff. But it's fun. Like, if you, if you don't like that... Like, if you don't like the silly Kevin Smith stuff, you'll hate it. Yeah. But if you do, um, it's, like, a... It's the ultimate fan service. Like, it's total fan service. Um, there's some pretty intense stuff in it, like, um... In terms of, like, adult jokes, like, it got, like, a little bit more extreme than I thought it would. Especially because, like, there's lines of dialogue that his daughter says. And I was like, oh, like, I wonder, like, how, like, whether he, like, like wrote something and then was like, no, i got to, like, separate it from the fact that it's my daughter playing it and make it, like, what it would be or whatever. Because, yeah. like, at one point, like, they need to like, get a car because they're all teenagers, the mm-hmm. girls. And so the way they lure, the way they get a car is they lure, like, a predator like yeah and like then they're gonna like beat him up like then they're, like, the plan was like they'll beat him up and take his car um and like the idea is like she was sending him pictures like so that he would believe it. and i was like oh this is like really dicey and like mm. kind of weird and it's weirder because his daughter yeah but also like his daughter is like 21 and like is an actress like she was in like she's been in plenty of stuff now yeah. and clearly if she wasn't comfortable doing it she would not but i think at the time i was just kind of like, that's that was the only part of the film i was like oh that's more sinister than I was expecting from a fun movie. Like, yeah. um, but also, like, I guess, like, if they're, like, using it to take out, like, a, a horrible person, then I guess that's okay as well. Like, mm. it was just, like, a, like, it was the only speed bump in the movie. I was like, oh, that's weird. Mm. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. Um, I would give it... Oh, and they finally... This is a huge spoiler for anyone who watches these movies and has been wondering. Um, in Clerks, the very, like, one of the very first things that happens in Clerks is Dante can't get the shutters open because someone keeps putting gum in the locks yeah um and the reason they did that was so that um they didn't have to shoot with the, sh- the shutters open and deal with natural light that produces fluorescence but it keeps coming up again and again in the movies like the the um roll shots keep getting jammed with gums in like the post credit sequence of this movie jay like finally reveals he's like every night like after they clean him out me and silent bob put gum. Yeah, i was like I oh that. like they dressed it like that they didn't need to do that yeah but i was like oh i love that mm-hmm. i love that that's like what's going on like that's awesome um, like, I think that was, like, my favourite part of the movie, because I'm like, oh, like, this has been a recurring thing for 25 years, yeah. and they've addressed it, and it makes sense, and I'm not disappointed by it. Like, it's the kind of petty thing they would do. 
Um, but like now that that movie has come out and like has been pretty successful, like Clerks Three and Morats Two are back on the table. So I'm like, yes, like cool. Um, so I really liked it. I want to watch it again um, because I didn't like. I didn't like. It's not my favorite of his films. I think like yeah. it still comes down to Clerks and Clerks Two. But I really, really enjoyed it. I loved all the characters coming back. Like, pretty much everyone's back. Mm. Um, like, Rosario Dawson comes back as a different character, but she's in it. And um, Dante's in it again. And um, Loki from Dogma is in it. Oh, uh, yep. Um, uh, Brody from Morats, what's his name? Jason Lee's in it. He looks really old. So they all, that's the thing. Everyone looks old in this yeah. movie. Um, but it was fun. So I'll give it... Uh, seven hater tots <laughs> out of ten. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. But let's go back to stuff that we watched together. We are almost at the end of our list. Uh, Jojo! We yeah, saw Jojo Rabbit. Rabbit! We finally saw Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. Rabbit. Took us a long time to get to it, but we watched it. Taika Waititi's World War II film where a New Zealand, New Zealand Jewish man plays Hitler. Yes. And a young boy plays like a little Nazi um, and believes in it, but doesn't really know what it means. Yeah. And turns out he has a plays a member a, of the Hitler Youth. Has a Jewish girl in his attic, basically. Living in his walls. Yeah, living in his walls. Um. It was, it was great. Yeah, it was really so good. good. And considering like, like how everybody knows, I feel about Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. Really good, like funny. Um, like, I didn't know that I wanted to see Taika Waititi play Hitler. Yeah. And that's a weird sentence to say for so many reasons. Yeah. But I could literally watch, like, like... He could do Hitler in Look Who's Back. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, but if they did, like, um, uh, well, maybe not, because then, like, like Hitler's still pretty hateful. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although he is in like, this as well. Know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if they did, like, a different sort of version Yeah, of if they did an English version, yeah, why not? But I could watch, like, more of that. Like... Mm-hmm. I kind of like the one thing I felt like it, and again, this is a weird sentence to say. I felt like at a certain point, I'm like, oh, it's been a while since I've seen Hitler. We need to get Hitler back <laughs> on the screen. Like, like, you never feel that way in a World War II movie. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, like, and of course, it's not really Hitler. Like, it's the figment of his imagination. Yeah, that's right. It's how he views Hitler, Hitler which yeah. is why he's so. It's, it's comic because it's from the perspective mm. of a 10 year old boy. Yeah, and why he's so lovely and yeah. kind of helpful, like, kind of nurturing for a while. But then, and it reminded me of that community episode about drugs. At a certain point, like, the shoe drops. Yeah. And then, like, the boys to see who, what Hitler, Hitler really is. Yeah. Um, Scarlett Johansson is fantastic. Oh, she's this. brilliant. She got nominated for Best Supporting Actress in this. Yeah. And also nominated for Best Actress in Marriage Story. So yeah. she's, like, got up for two Best Actress Awards That's this year. That's brilliant. But she's great in it. Um, yeah, The, really the little Jewish it. girl is fantastic. Yeah, she's great. Um, The little boy is great. Oh, he's awesome. His little Nick Frost oh, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> little miniature Nick Frost. Um, Sam Rockwell. I keep like, he's the one who was the gay Nazi. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is fantastic. Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant's yeah. great. He reminded me of the guy from, um, is it Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think maybe that's what they were going for. Mm. Um, and I, just, I, don't, like, I don't know if you can say it's a comedy. Like, there's some very funny moments in it, but like, it's a war film. Yeah. And there's some scary stuff in it. There's mm. some really sad stuff in it. Like, the yeah. moment... Oh. The moment with the shoes. I, yeah. I'm not even going to spoil it. Um, so if you haven't seen this movie, you you should see it. Like, because yeah. um, it's it's really really good. And all I'm going to say is the moment with the shoes. Like, yeah. and that's you might pick up on that because they kind of referenced to it earlier. But like, mm-hmm. if you don't, you know, um, mm-hmm. 
I remember I looked over and you were crying. I was yeah, like, I was crying. Uh-huh. I was like, the, before, the, the, the setup to that, I was like, I don't, I think what's going to happen is what's going to happen. And then it happened. Mm. Well, I remember like hearing that like everyone's review was like, it's, it gets really sad and you'll cry a lot. It does. Like after that happens, the rest of the movie's just sad. Yeah. And then it picks up. It picks up with a couple of jokes and stuff like that, but I still think it stays. No, sad. there's, there's some, there is some triumphant stuff. Like, cause first of all, like the war ends, like yeah. spoilers for the real world. Yeah. Um, the war ends. Um, but you get like that great moment with, um, Jojo in the kitchen with Hitler. Mm. Um, and he kicks him out, like, yeah. um, and like the line he delivers as well is great. Yeah. Um, so that's really good. There's that really weird moment where like it's all over, and the girl is like, who Can won, I come out? Who won the war? Mm. And because he's in love with her, um, he's like, no, I was like, we we won. Like you have to stay in here. Yeah. And I was like, and part of him was like, you, like, I want to be angry at him, but I'm like, he's ten. Like, yeah. I a hundred percent understand why he mm. said that. And then, you know, he figures it out, like... Yeah. And they didn't kill his friend. Oh, I was so worried. Like, his yeah, little fat boyfriend. Oh I'm like, this little boy's going to get killed, and he's the cutest thing in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. I really hope they don't kill him. Um, I like how he couldn't do a German accent, so they're just going to speak in his British voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but that's okay. Like, you can do that in this movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a moment where, like, the Gestapo come to his house, mm. um, and they're looking for Jewish people. Yeah. And I've got to be honest, like, it wasn't as tense as the scene I'm going to compare it to, but it had, like, it made me think of, it made me feel similar to the opening scene of Inglourious Bastards. Like, not as tense uh, as yeah. that, because the opening scene of Inglourious Bastards is so tense. Yeah, that is tense. But, like, I started to get the feel that way. I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, like, I don't know what's going on. And then Sam Rock- Rockwell's character does something that is really unexpected, but then, like, makes a lot of sense later mm-hmm. on. Um... It is really beautiful as well. Yeah. There's a lot of heart in this movie. Like there considering is, yeah. it's about a Nazi, like about Nazis and about a boy who is so hell bent on being one mm. and like reveres Hitler. Um, it's it's great. I feel like I'm, I feel like most of this movie I'm doing all the talking, so like yeah. I should let you like, talk as well. Um, yeah, no, I I loved it. I really liked. Um... Alfie Allen's character, he was he wasn't in it much. Yeah, he was the other the other gay yeah, one, or like yeah. the friend of the gay one. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't in it much, but like every once in a while, he just sc- repeatedly screamed out the repetitions of Sam Rockwell's character. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was great. I just yeah. really liked that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and like um, you really end up feel- feeling for Jojo because you know. Um, he, he gets injured and then, you know, he's kind of like, he wants to do all these great things. You know, he wants to, you know, work for his country and all this kind of stuff like that. Um, but he can't. He's just like stuck at home. Um, and yeah, I just really like the innocent, the, the, the innocent humor of it, of going, oh my God, like this kid knows nothing. Like he thinks Jewish people have horns and can like read each other's minds and all this kind of stuff like that. And I just thought that was really quite like that is, um, cute and funny. That is true though, in as much as like Jewish people do yeah. not have horns. But like, that's how they were That's how they were perceived. Yeah. yeah. Um do you know who else was great in it? I completely forgot. Because mm. she's not in it much, but Rebel Wilson. Yeah, yeah, she was great too. Which is like yeah. I have birthed hundreds of German soldiers. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh like <laughs> She's so good. Yeah. <laughs> 
But like it's also like it's both funny, but like there's that moment like very early on when they're like at Nazi camp. Yeah, Hitler Youth. Yeah, and you're like, this is terrifying. But that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. What that's happened. what I mean. Like so, like there are moments where like it's a little bit uncomfortable and you laugh, but also like there are jokes, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there are times you're like, this is like if if you take the jokes out of this, this is terrifying. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, but I think it's really fantastically made. I think like, this one's nominated for an Oscar, uh, for a few Oscars, I think. Um, and we'll probably pick up a few, I reckon. Like, mm. it's done, um, the only, like, the, I think it's, like, the biggest competitor is going to be Joker. Like, um. I don't know, 1917. Oh, that's that too, as well, yeah. Yeah, the, the industry I think, jo- I think Joker got, like, no- 11 nominations. Though. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and Joker got a few, and, uh, a movie we're going to talk about next got a few as well. Nice. Um, is there anything else you want to say about Jojo Rabbit before we... Uh, no, just that, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, well, how many, um, books about the Jewish people <laughs> do you want to rank this out of? Um, not Letters from Nathan? Well, oh, that's Nathan? a good one too, Letters from Nathan. Was it Nathan? Yeah, it was Nathan. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it eight Letters from Nathan. I think you and I are on part of it. I'm going to give it eight really as well. Yeah. It's because we watch a lot of movies together, so... Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's really, really good. Um, it's pretty consistent with um, Taika Waititi's other work. Um, we both have pretty similar feelings on Thor Ragnarok. I don't hate the movie. I think I like it. I was it. like, the only other thing that I've seen other than what Thor we do Ragnarok in the shadows. is what we do in the shadows. And that was fine. That's fun. Um, and Boy's pretty good. And, um, I thought you hated Boy. All this time, for all these years, you're like, I don't like Boy... Oh, actually, oh, I can't believe Boy got nominated. Boy's shit. Boy didn't... No, this is this is an old movie. Yeah, Boy's an old movie. Remember, it's the one that covers the boy from the age of this to that. No, that's something else. That's Moonlight. I thought that was Boy. No. Boy's well, a... anyway, you always talk about how you don't like Boy. Um, boy is more depressing. It's a very depressing <laughs> movie. I don't dislike it. It's still like a pretty great movie. It's just not a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and Hunt for the World of People is his other one, which I quite like. I haven't seen that. Um, it's got, the, you know, the um, Kiwi kid from um, Deadpool 2? No. He's I the, like, he was the, like, the, Doesn't ma- matter. yeah, but he's in it. He's, that's where he was, like, trying to first introduce. He's like a little gangster kid who, like, uh-huh. gets stuck in the woods, basically. Yeah. Um, well, that's Jojo Rabbit. So next we have Knives Out. Finally, we've reached the end of the list. I got one more after Knives oh, Out. Oh, really? Yeah. What? I watched up to sleep as well. Oh, okay. You know what, Doctor Sleep was okay. There we go. <laughs> it was fine. Watch no, the, sh- no, the shining. We'll talk, we'll, talk, we'll talk about Doctor okay. Sleep because you have a lot to say about Doctor Sleep. That's okay. I've kind of voiced my opinions on it, like in public to other people. Yeah. But we can talk about um, Knives Out. Ryan Johnson. This is the first film we did after Last Jedi. Yep. Uh, has uh, Daniel Craig doing a, a, a what's it? A southern drawl. Yeah. What's it? What, a Savannah accent. A Savannah. Like molasses. Uh, so it's got him. We have Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Catherine Langford from 13 Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. Um, the little boy from It who has basically no dialogue. Mm-hmm. Michael Shannon who you thought was Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't think it was Bill Hader. It sounded like Bill Hader. It reminded me of Bill Hader. Uh, Chris Evans. Yep. Uh, Tony Collette. Yep. Um, oh, I can't remember who played the grandfather. Um, oh, well, I don't know his name. It had Anna de Armas who um, was the maid. Yep. Am I missing any main actors? The old grandma. I don't know who she was. Yeah. I don't know if she was a big name. I, somehow I think that she was not. 
I'm trying to see if there's anyone that I've missed. Oh, John Don Johnson was in it. He Who's was that? the he was the um he was Jamie Lee Curtis's husband. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Christopher Plummer was the grandfather. Uh, Ricky Lindholm was in it for a little bit, but she didn't have much. She's from Garfunkel Notes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she didn't yeah, have much sorry, to do in yeah. it though. Um, that's pretty much everyone. That's oh, and it had um, you didn't stay for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Spanish <laughs> teacher community. community. That's pretty much the main cast. Um, Left before breakfast. I think most people have a pretty good idea of what this movie is. It's a whodunit. There's a murder um, inside the house. Now, mm. whilst we've been spoiling quite a few things, I will be light on spoilers for this one because you haven't seen it. Like. If we spoil it, then there's no point seeing the movie. Like, yeah. It kind of like yeah. ruins it. I'm gonna let you start. Um, yeah, it was a little slow to begin with, mm-hmm. as I feel majority of whodunits are. Yeah, because you gotta like introduce all the players. That's right, exactly. Um, it's basically Cluedo, mm. isn't it? You know, um, there's a line in the movie where the guys yeah. like look at the house from Clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um. But yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it. I um I think the reason I really enjoyed it is because it made me wait, but then it paid off. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like because it was slow at the start a little bit, you could either you know fall flat then, or it makes it pay off, and it mm. made it pay off. So it made me interested. Um. It's a gr- great cast of characters. Like, not only is the yeah. cast good, but the characters are written well as well. Their motives um, for why they might have murdered um, yeah. the the grandfather. And, like, there's a, a twist yeah. really early on. Yeah, like, the twist, I would say, like, there's a twist probably around the halfway mark, maybe a little bit earlier. Mm. Um, but then, like... That's obviously not the... Yeah, there's still a half a movie to go, yeah. and they... There's more, like there's, yeah, more. there's like, more that gets revealed. Um, it it really like this is a movie you need to pay attention to. Yeah, like because there are lines of dialogue that come yeah. back later on. Like, and I'm, that was the thing. There was a lot of times I was saying to you, "Ah, oh, but remember they haven't referenced this yet." Yeah. Oh, but they, they, they. What about that part that they said they haven't actually? Well, there's a moment in, in the last one of the last scenes, and I was like, "Oh, it's going to be this," and you're like, "What?" I'm like, "He said this before about his family." Um, I can't really say what. Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, cool. Beautiful. <laughs> we just did the same motion to each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's hard for us to, like, kind of pick out who's the best. Like, and it's not about that, but, like, yeah. like Chris Evans is so good at it. Like, he shows up late. So, like, he's, like, he's yeah. not really... Like, he has a kind of couple, like, brief, like, walk past the camera. You don't really know who he is um, for a while. And then when he finally shows up, like... It's just because I'm so accustomed to seeing him as Captain America, yeah. but to see him play something else yeah, and so vastly right. different mm-hmm. um, is great. Although there was this one scene in the diner where he was wearing his like fisherman's jumper, yeah. and I'm like, he's going to rip that jumper in half because of his muscles. Because his muscles are so people huge. are obsessed with that jumper. Like apparently, people are like getting sweaters online <laughs> oh, really? now to like yeah. match the Chris Evans sweater. <laughs> um, He's having a lot of fun. Daniel Craig is having a ball in this movie. Yeah, like, he really is. You can, you tell, can tell he's having fun. And it's probably because that's this is this movie probably like was made him be like, all right, I can do another Bond now. I just need to yeah. have some fun because I feel like he's a very serious actor and wants to do very serious stuff. But like yeah. in this, he got to like do like I thought he was going to be British in this. I thought he was mm. going to like be like a British detective. Um, so to have him like play like do like a Savannah accent was jarring at first, but yeah. it really worked. Uh, Anna de Armas, who plays 
um, The Maid is spectacular. Mm. Like, it's so good. Like, really... Um, like, she is everything her character needs to be. Yeah. Like, she's so, so spot on. Like, you just, like, like feel sorry for her because she gets caught up yeah. in it all. Yeah. Um, who else? Everyone, man. Like, Michael Shannon is, like, the disgruntled son with the cane. Like, I think he's really good. Mm-hmm. Tony Collette's really fun. Like, gets to be, like, the ditzy, like, yeah, a, like yeah, really homeopathic, good. like, mm-hmm. all about vitamins and natural yeah. stuff. Um... Maybe, like, Catherine Langford didn't do much for me. Like, I thought she was just, like... Just... Yeah, she only had, like, what, three lines in the whole movie? I yeah, like, I just kind of felt... I didn't really know what, like... What she was there for. Like, you could have taken her out. Yeah. I mean, there's one bit where she calls... Uh, where she makes a phone call that's kind of important. But, like, beyond that, like, you could have, yeah. you could have taken her out. Mm. Um, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is great. Jamie Lee Curtis is always great, but, like, she was solid. And there's a moment, like... The will reading scene to me is one of the standout scenes where yeah. like mm. everyone's playing nice and then things <laughs> turn very quickly. Um, it's hard to talk about the movie without talking about plot, and I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it. I hope even just like the set. The set's amazing because it's set inside his house. Yeah. So it's just like wonderful. Like you, there's always there's lots of all little bits and pieces everywhere. Yeah, it, like it's very much like they've called it the Cluedo house, but it also looks like the Adams family house yeah. a little bit. Um, but much warmer on the inside. Or oh, like the Spellman house in um, Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's like another one, it's like, like on par with Jumanji as much. Like, it's just a fun movie. Like, it was just, mm. um, but, like, it had the benefit of being, like, it's also really well written. Like, you can tell that, like, Ryan Johnson really took his time and, like, really worked to kind of get all the kinks out so there yeah. weren't any, like, kind of loose ends. Or, mm. like, if there are, they're not really too concerning. Um, Maybe he felt like he had something to prove after Star Wars. I don't know. Mm. Um, but what I like about it is that's a whodunit based around the main character's death, who is a whodunit author. Yeah, definitely. So then if at, one, at so many points you go, wait, did he plan his own death? Like, yeah. Is this all part of his... And the characters say that as well. They're yeah, like, this game. feels like one of his games. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You know? Um, yeah, it's, it's great. Like, it's a great movie. Mm. It's fun. Um, and this one's nominated for Best Screenplay. I don't know if it's got any other nods. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had a blast watching it, like... And I remember, like, when we first started watching it, because you were, like, a little bit sleepy. I was like, well, you were lying down. I was like, oh, she might... Because it starts a bit slow. I was like, oh, she might not be digging it. Um, but then, by the end of it, you were like, yeah, this is great, so... Um, how many, uh, donuts? <laughs> <laughs> The thing about this show is that every time we like rate stuff out of it, it's like out of, based on a line or like a reference in a movie. And if people haven't seen the movie, like yeah, they just then once they see the movie, yeah. they'll get it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it eight and a half. I'm also gonna give it eight and a half. Pretty like, good. yeah. We're um, really on point today, aren't we? Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, and like unlike um, say like Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, I could watch this again. Like, if you were like, hey, you want to watch that against it? Like, all right, chuck it in. Like, let's yeah. go. Um, so had a... I think I need a little bit more time before I can watch it again. We did only just see it like three nights ago or something. Yeah, it was it was like but yeah, I mean like in I guess I mean like in theory. Like yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. need to like wait a bunch of time. I could watch no. it again pretty quickly. Uh, I was got that rewatch. Even with after like so yeah, even though um I you was gonna happen. I won't spoil the twist now, but once you know it, like it's still fun to go through and like yeah. see it. And like I'd be interested to see now looking for the clues and see yeah. if I could like mm. spot it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, 
Dust Knives Out. Last film of the list. That's right, we're only for an hour and a half, so it's all good. Um, is Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Now, I should say that I was half asleep when I watched Doctor Sleep, <laughs> so I feel like my I feel like this movie deserves my attention and a rewatch. Yeah. Because I liked it, but I yeah. didn't love it. That also being said, you've read the book. I did, and I um, remember, like, last year I read The Shining, and I loved that movie. Um, then after I read the book, I'm like, oh, I see why... Um, Stephen King doesn't like the movie. Like, I like yeah. the movie still. I think it's fantastic. But there are a lot of changes. Um, but the book is fantastic. And after I finished, I remember I got Doctor Sleep and I was like, people kept asking me, like, have you read Doctor Sleep yet? Have you read Doctor Sleep yet? Because you read The Shining. I was like, I don't know. Like, Danny Torrance like, had a really rough couple of months in the Overlook Hotel in The Shining. And even though the fictional character, I feel like I need to give him a break, <laughs> let him rest, because I'm sure like things don't get better for him. Yeah. And I read Doctor Sleep and boy, did they not. Like, yeah. it's... Um, he has a pretty rough time of it, but um, Doctor Sleep is a really great sequel, like the book is. Um, and it's one of the few sequels Stephen King's ever written. Like he doesn't normally do sequels, you know. Yeah. He's only one and done. Um, like he'll reference like things in other books or whatever, like other characters show up in books sometimes, but mm. there's not really sequels. Um, but it's really well done, and he found a way to make it um, make it different. Yeah. So like the plot of Doctor Sleep is that there's this group of there's this cult. First of all, great okay. cults um, that um, feed off the energy of people who can shine. So in The Shining, um, we find out that Danny has this power. He can kind of read people's minds and use telepathy. And he has like some... Um, that's pretty much all it is, actually. It's, yeah. like, it's like all that... Um, and the caretaker um, at the hotel, um, Dick O'Halloran, he's like this old African-American guy. He also has it. Um, he tells Daniel, like, we're not the only ones. Like, there are other people, and some have a really, really strong shine, and some have some, like, a lighter shine. Mm-hmm. But, look, like, people can get it. Um, in Doctor Sleep, we find out this cult, like, hunts down the kids and kill them um, and torture them and stuff because pain makes the shine stronger, and they inhale it and makes them immortal. Oh, okay. Um, so they, like, that's... So they're, like, they're on, like, the, the hunt for this, and there's this new girl in Doctor Sleep, and she has the strongest shine anyone's ever seen. And, like, mm-hmm. they... Don't know about her yet, but they discover and they want to hunt her down. And she's been connecting with Danny telepathically. Danny is yeah. now a man, like a 35-year-old man or whatever. Mm. And like they've just been communicating because she doesn't understand what's going on. And he's never met her, but he can kind of help her a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then when they discover this cult, they have to kind of like band together to you know not get killed, basically. Mm. Um, that's kind of the book in a nutshell. A very brief nutshell. It's a lot more involved. It's way better than what I've just said. Mm. But that's kind of what it is. So I was very excited to see the movie because I was like, great. Like, I love this book. Um, it's got Ewan McGregor. Great. It's got um, Rebecca Ferguson from the Mission Impossible films. Great. Like, this is going to be good. And it is good. But I think... Like, like it's, it, it's, 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 it's... It's pretty good. Like, it's not, like, great, but it's pretty good. But the, I think, you know, the problem with being a, a book reader, like, if you read books, it's very rare you're going to find a movie that going to be able to live up yeah, to it there's so right. much more information exactly. in there um, and that's pretty much what happened here like a lot of Danny's story was accelerated to get to Abra who's the young girl mm-hmm. they admitted pretty important characters like Abra has a grandmother in the book and she's got cancer and Abra knows not because her parents told her but she can feel like her yeah. grandmother deteriorating and stuff like that that character's gone it's not in the movie at all yeah. um, and like it's a two and a half hour movie like it's a long movie 
And it even still, I was like, man, they should have done a miniseries. Like, they should have, like, taken their time. And, like, mm. So my criticism of the film isn't so much that, like, it wasn't well made. Like, they were really, you know, you can tell, like, the guy who made it not only liked the book, but also, like, the original Shining, because they tie back to the movie. They made some changes, um, which is fine. Like, I've kind of gotten over that. I used to get really caught up on, like, people changing from the source material. But I'm like, mm. you know what? The book is the book. The comic book is the comic. Like... Yeah. The movie is that director's interpretation of the story, which means they're allowed to change things. They're allowed yeah. to tell the story their own way. It doesn't change the book. Um, so I was okay with that, except for one thing, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, but for me, I just felt like it felt rushed. And it was weird because, it, again, it's two and a half hours long, but you just don't get the same resonance that you get from the book because there's so much yeah. detail. In the, and that's something Stephen King's great at, like the, the flourishes of detail he puts in. like, And it might just be that, like a character remembers something, but how do you put that in a movie? You can't yeah. like have mm. you can't like have a character sitting there like remembering something yeah, yeah, or yeah, thinking yeah. of something. Um, so it just feels a little bit shallow mm. in as much as like it just like if they had longer they might have been able to add more depth to it. I don't know. Like it's tough. Like yeah. I, I I thought the It movies did a really good job of adapting the book. I've mm. read that book and that is a like a twelve hundred page book or more. Mm. Um, and the second movie isn't quite as good, especially the third act but overall like, it does a pretty good job um and like Misery is like a pretty good adaptation so, so there are good ones out there I just feel like with this one it always felt like whatever the director th- felt were the most important parts of the book were not what I felt were important and that's yeah. why I think it didn't work for me because yeah. like there were other things where that I enjoyed more or like I remember and I was like oh but like you put that in which is fine but like what about this bit that I really mm. liked mm. um but it still like does a pretty good job and Ewan McGregor is good. Like, he's really good in it. Does um, he play the main guy? Yeah, he plays yeah. Danny. Um, yeah. So, growing up, um, Danny Torrance. Um, and they do some nice little shout-outs to um, The Shining. Because that's the other thing. Like, at the end of the book in The Shining, the Overlook Hotel burns down. Like, yeah. Jack Torrance goes crazy and burns the hotel down. Yeah. Um, but in the movie, it didn't. They just left. Yeah. Um, so, because this is kind of a sequel to The Shining, they had to leave the Overlook up. But what they did do was they did allow Danny to burn down the Overlook, which I kind of yeah. liked. Yeah. I actually did like, like, you know what, like from mm. a sim- symbolic point of view, yeah. I think that's kind of a more poetic end. Mm. Like, he got to burn down the hotel and stop it, um, you know, end the evil for good or whatever. Yeah. Even though the hotel had nothing to do with the story, <laughs> just yeah. pretty much. Um, the one thing that really, the, the one thing that did bug me is, I was telling you this in the car the other day, there's this character in the book, um, and in b- both the movies, um, and she... In the book, she was in room 217. In the movie, for some reason, it was room 237. Luna has strong opinions on this movie as well. Um, and she drowned in the bathtub, so that's why um, her ghost is all bloated and naked and always in the bathroom. And they used her in like, the opening scene of Dr. Sleep a couple of times because, like, um, she's haunting Danny because she didn't stay at the Overlook. She can haunt him wherever he is. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a nice little tie. And they also reference that in Ready Player One because it's like a shiny result. But then, like, she just kept coming back, like, yeah. multiple, and then, like, she's haunting Arbra, and she, sh- I swear, they were like, look, it's M.A., or, like, in America, it's R, we need to get some, we got to get some nudity in this, like, because we can do that. And, like, that's what it felt the way like. you described her was, like, really old. And yeah, like, old woman, like, heavy set, bloated. Yeah. But it that just does fe- not sound as appealing to no. But, like, in Stephen King movies, they did with It as well. They're like, can we get a naked old woman in this? Let's do it. Like, in It too, naked yeah. old woman. Like, they just felt like the studio was like, we need to get a naked old woman into this movie. Yeah. 
And they used her like eight times. And by the end of it, I was like, oh, she's back. Yeah. Like, can you put a towel on at least? Yeah. Like, clearly, like, you're going to keep getting out of the bath. Like, mm. um, so it's fine. It's not a terrible movie. Um, and I want to give it another chance because I remember I was reading some trivia about it. And I was like, I don't remember that. And I wondered whether maybe, like, I just had a little micro nap quickly and, like, yeah. in the middle. Cause I, I watched it in two installments. I got halfway through it and I had to, like, sleep half an hour because I was yeah. really tired. Um, so, like, that might be part of it as well. Like, two and a half hour serious movies are not good to watch in installments. Mm. Um, so, I'm going to give it a second go, absolutely. Um, I would also maybe like to see what, how it plays if I watch it back-to-back with The Shining. Yeah. It's a long ma- movie marathon. But um, I'm not going to ra- rank this one. I'm not going to give it a rating because definitively I don't think I can score it because I feel like I owe it a second chance because of the circumstances in which I watched it. Yeah. Um. But I would still say definitely watch it. Like, if you've seen The Shining or you've read the books or if you're just a Stephen King fan, mm. um, like, give it a go. Like, there's still, like, cool stuff in it. Like, definitely. Like, they do a pretty good job of interpreting what's there. It's just, for me, it's just, like, a cover song. Like, yeah. it doesn't have... Like, it's... Like, anyone who covers The Beatles is not going to be as good as The Beatles. Yeah. Anyone who covers The Stones is not going to be as good as The Stones. There are some bands, some exceptions, like when Johnny Cash covered Nine Inch Nails, better. But, like, mm. it doesn't... Normally, it doesn't work out the way. And this is what it feels like. Just like a cover song. They did a pretty good job. Like, all the notes are there. But it's like, oh, like, you could have, you know... Why didn't you do that guitar solo? Why didn't you do that cool little lick there? Yeah. Like, um, and that's what it feels like. Um, so, I'm not going to score Dr. Sleep. Because I think I'm going to give it another watch. And maybe I'll score it later. Um, look, it might pop up in our next episode. We talk about movies. Let's score it now. And then watch it again. And then score it again. Yeah. Like I, I also don't have, like, a rating system uh, ready to yeah. go. So, that's yeah. fine. But that's it. This kind of feels like the last episode we did. We were like, hey, we watched a lot of movies. Let's talk about yeah. it real quickly. Um, which is what next... If it's next week, it hopefully will be next week. That's what's going to be. Fingers crossed, based on everything I know, knock wood. Um, the next episode, we will see the triumphant return of Nick Owen. He'll finally be back. Um, and we're going to... I think we're going to have to record two episodes. Because mm. we're going to do the best movies of 2019. Uh, and also the best of TV in 2019. I don't think we're going to do like worst or most disappointing anymore. Like, let's, We'll try and be positive. Yeah. Um, and then we're also going to do best of the decade because 2019 not only was. I don't know if I can remember. Yeah, we've got some <laughs> homework to do. Well, what we're going to do um, is um, basically we're just going to pick a movie from each year of the decade. It's okay, ten yeah. movies from the gotcha. ten movies from the tens. Yeah. So from 2000, one movie from each year. Yeah, yeah, so I got it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me explain some more. Yeah. Um, and we're also going to do like um, TV shows that define the decade. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really kind of come up with a number yet. But it won't be like one per year for that. Because no. obviously seasons and stuff. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Um, hopefully uh, it'll be, yeah, like literally next week we'll be able to do it. Um, from what I understand, Nick is already uh, ready to go. Um, he hasn't done his homework yet though because I haven't given it to him yet. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and this this year the focus is going to be on getting more episodes out. Because we just, I think we only did like four last year. Oh, Wow. It was really low because, like, the year started out and we only got a couple. Mm. And then, like, I, like Nick and I both quit our jobs um, and, like, got... Big years. Big years for both of you guys. Yeah, like, we both quit our jobs and got new jobs. And the hours are insane. Like, it was like we could maybe get together on a Saturday. But, like, the Saturdays became so precious for us because we mm. had no free time. But now um, he's in another job and I'm in another job. Um, my hours are fantastic now. And I think he might be a little bit more free during the week as well. Um, so we'll be able to get back to it because this is, you know, we like doing this. Um, my life felt definitely emptier last year without having this in yeah. it. So it's nice to be back and doing it. Um, 
We're not going to waste any more time because the show is at its end. That is past the remote for this week. Hopefully you enjoyed our little catch-up. Not so many like big lists of movies going forward with the exception of the, <laughs> the wrap-up show. Um, that's been Tina Chalmers. Good. Oh, you almost said Haritonitis. I almost did. Do you know like in the tags on the show online, I think it's still yeah. Haritonitis. Yeah, so. I'm not, yeah, I yeah. think it is, yeah. Um, I've been Tina Haritonitis. Haritonitis. I'm James Chalmers. And we will catch you next time.